To director showdown. I love your classic. Hey, it's like hey, hey. It's Brent. Well, Brent's, and hey. what people can't see because it's an audio medium is that I always mm. throw the thumbs up. Are, are you like a, a millennial? Yeah, I give like, a little wink. Fonds? I give a little wink to the the wink the winkler, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> a wink to the fawns right at the get go. Every time I do it. I wonder if, like, Gen Z kids, like, understand who the Fonz is. Because, like, we barely, as, like, millennials, yeah. like, understand who the Fonz I'm is. I'm trying to remember <laughs> how I even know. I guess I I guess I grew up watching so yeah. It's Happy Days, right? Yeah, it's Happy okay, Days. Okay, I, yeah. I watched, like, a little bit of Happy Days, I think, growing up. And, yeah, he was the coolest. I mean, he anytime. Was cool I was like, screw this kid. This kid's dumb. Let's cut to the guy who, like, but we also. the... We also um, know him from Arrested Development, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. yeah, I know him from like Sandler movies. Oh yeah, he, like, he, oh yeah. yeah which like, one is he? Man. Always like a lawyer. There's, in, like, there's one movies. where he gets covered in bees. I think that's yeah. Little Nicky, and that one just cracks me up. <laughs> that is funny. That's maybe the funniest thing in Little Nicky. I think it's when Henry Winkler gets covered in bees. No, and then he's he's incredible on Barry. We were you and yeah, I were yeah, just he's talking great about on that. Barry. Yeah, um, let's go. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce our guests. Oh, hi. Mm. Uh, we got Brian back on the show. Brian, what's hey. that? Yeah, he was on the is B. Yeah, B. thanks for having me back. It's I'm excited to. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but uh, I'm really excited just to yell detectives Dude. at some point. So. <laughs> Look, cool. we don't know what we talk about here at Director <laughs> yeah, Showdown. You never know, man. And you don't have a roadmap. In case this is your first time listening, mm-hmm. we're we're a podcast that. Puts two directors together. We watched a selected filmography, and this season is David Fincher versus Christopher Nolan. And if you read the title, we are back in Fincher's corner. Nick in the woods. Yeah, yeah, corner, yeah. yeah, it's corner. Um, with yeah, the with social the social network network. Yep. Uh, his 2010 uh, masterpiece. Um, Social Ooh. network, yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, we got Brian back from uh, last one you were on Big Trouble, right? Big Trouble. Yeah, time. I was on mm-hmm. Big Trouble. Um, I've been keeping up with your podcast and listening as you guys mm-hmm. put them out, watching the movies. So yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. definitely rewatched Seven, Fight Club, The Prestige. Cool. Uh, social network, obviously. Um, yeah. How, so how do, you, um, how do you feel about good old Finch, Fincher, baby? You know, I like Fincher. And it, it's, I don't know. I think I like Nolan more. Just kind of like I don't know why, but mm. I own all of these movies for David. That's why I've been able to watch all the Fincher <laughs> movies because I own them. I'm like, oh, I just pop that one in. I don't have to like find it streaming somewhere. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I don't know what that really says about me. No, I mean he. So. I think what that says is that he. I think a lot of people have a lot of his movies because I yeah. think they're they're big. 
big zeitgeisty movies. And it's like Nolan is kind of the same way. I think we talked about that in a couple of episodes, how like these, the zeitgeist these are, season. Yeah, the zeitgeist season. These these directors are like two of the biggest of the last 20 years, you know? Yeah. Um, and especially speaking of zeitgeist, I think this is uh, – I think we'll kind of compare – social network with uh, fight club in a lot of ways mm-hmm. in that I think it's a very kind of of the moment movie that has aged yes. in very interesting ways, mm-hmm. similarly to fight club um, where, whereas that movie looks a lot different post nine 11 uh, social network. When did the, um, the Snowden stuff happen? Because I, I feel know, like that was maybe years the ago? beginning. Of so it's 2017, 2016. Yeah. No, it had to be longer ago. Was it longer? Yeah, I think yeah. it was longer. But I just feel like that was kind of the beginning of be this. Post privacy. Yeah, like, exactly. This turning yeah. point where it's like, oh, they're collecting everything. Mm, yeah. And there are definitely some moments in this movie where it's like, fuck, man. It's if, if this. I mean, there's. A lot of this movie is dramatized, but if there's any truth in some of the moments that are in this movie, it was all right there in front of us in 2010, mm. where it's like, oh, obviously this guy doesn't give a shit about our privacy. Yeah. Mm. You know, like after he's like collecting photos of everybody who yeah. like goes to Harvard and like curating them into this like hot or not website. It's like, obviously this isn't the guy who, mm. you know, I don't know. But um, yeah, what what did, what did, what is your historical context with the with this movie, Brian? I remember really liking it when it came out. I remember there being a lot of hype over the soundtrack or the score, I guess you'd call it, um, and with Justin Timberlake being in it. And I just remember feeling like, oh, they're making a movie about our story. Because, like, Facebook was something that, like, came up. It went, it went from you had to be in college to it was open to everyone when I graduated high school. So it was, like, that first year of Facebook. So I was there when it went wide, you know? So it felt to me like, Oh, they're telling our story. It's really fun to see it. Uh, going back and watching it now, there's less of that. I feel like less represented by it because it's just a bunch of Ivy league assholes. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. That's kind of my historical context. I remember seeing when it came out. Yeah. I I think the, the historical context, I think probably for all of us, all of the people our age is kind of intrinsically linked to our history with Facebook in a lot of ways. Cause it's like, um, we're watching it and looking at how it came out in 2010. I was like, fuck, they got this movie out quick. Like, like that's Facebook, how I thought about yeah, it. Yeah, I was like, I don't think I got a Facebook it. until the end of high school for mm-hmm. me personally. I don't think I got one until I guess maybe I did in like, I don't know, junior year. I got year. one when I was like 14. Really? Yeah, because that was the transitional period between MySpace and Facebook. Like, everyone was on MySpace. Like, MySpace was, for me, was high school yeah. and then i happened to get a facebook but it was not really like catered yet to the the zeitgeist yet that i was mm. part of i guess yeah no, but then yeah. later on like as i went into college like facebook was the only thing you should be on and i got rid of myspace and didn't care about it anymore mm-hmm and all that. So that's, yeah, uh, I think that's how it was for a lot of us. Right. It's like, right. MySpace was the big one. It was like this, fa- this Facebook thing looks boring. There's like no customized, like customized. Yeah. No HTML and stuff. Yeah. No yeah. HTML. I can't like make it mine and mm. like make it fun and stuff. I can't and make it my space. Can't make it my space. Exactly. <laughs> now I gotta but that, put I think my that was one of the things that book. made it popular mm. is that there's less pressure to actually, you don't have to make like represent yourself. Facebook chooses how to do that for you. So it's like, mm. you don't need to know how to 
cut the code and paste it the right way. You don't need to like rank your friends or like pick the right song to make yourself yeah. look cool like you used to have to in MySpace. Mm. Now it's just like, what movies do you like? What music do you like? What TV shows do you watch? Interests. Yeah. What groups? Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I wonder why they would just want to know all of our interests. Huh? <laughs> I, uh, I'm sure that doesn't have any deeper meaning, and we should think we're talking about it anymore. <laughs> but no, the way I always looked about it is like. Um, my MySpace to me was always like the creative one and Facebook right. was like the analytical one. Right. And I guess I was like – I was uh, nervous about losing that at first. But then, you know, you realize like, oh, everybody's on Facebook. And then it had, it had its own benefits, you know, you had the, at the time. I guess I did get it in high school, like mm. maybe early high school. It was really big, right. the uh, – the, are they single? Are they in a relationship? Yeah. That was really big. Yo, this has nothing to do with Facebook. But remember yeah. like – Top eight friends on MySpace and stuff. <laughs> Dude, and like the, the, the wars, drama wherein. The wars. Like, wherein. Mm. like, first of all, like you would have to like fight somebody <laughs> to like get on their top eight or something. And then it wasn't like, even if you were on their top eight, you now like thought about like, well, what position am I? Am I number one or right. number two, number three? I, I do remember having a yeah. lot of. Oh god, this is you such spent a dumb... hours. You spent hours like yeah. trying to calibrate your top eight. I uh, know. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say like it's I, it's such a dumb teen thing. <laughs> yeah, it is. of like the this like societal like uh, structure of like how high school is and how mm. it is to be a teen like in these groups mm. that like you sit there and you're like. Well, fuck. I mean, he he's bigger than a seven, but yeah. I feel weird putting him like behind yeah. my five and like and then like, like shit like that. When you, you have know? your crush, you're like, I don't want to put her as like number one. I don't want to like give it away like right away. Right? Oh yeah, you know that I mean? was a big thing for sure too. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, you don't want to be the guy who's like, yeah. she's my number one, and it's like, are you guys dating? No. It's like, no. no. It's like no. what? <laughs> but in, in in high school, like you did that stuff. Like it wasn't it wasn't weird. I don't know. Like flirt, flirtation is like on a different level in high school. You you know what I mean? Like things that you would deem creepy as an adult mm-hmm. is like flirtatious as like a high schooler. I guess you know so. I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's weird. I never really got too yeah. big into MySpace. Yeah, like mm-hmm. my family didn't really have computers or like uh, the internet wasn't like always available mm. yeah it's well, it's true yeah. yeah for yeah back then it really wasn't yeah and uh even if it was like i had to fight all these other people to try to get access to it so mm. i didn't really spend a lot of time uh-huh. online I, I didn't i didn't really get into the aim even i, mean, See, I that was, was all about aim i was yeah. all about that aim yeah. stuff dude that's how i flirted with all the all those uh <laughs> hipster girls on guys, i was actually O'Connor. thinking about aim the other day yeah. this is gonna be this is like a social network <laughs> spectacular no, no. This yeah, yeah 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 like did you guys have just like random friends from like other countries and shit, no. or am I just like am I alone in that? I I like new people and would like I talk knew to random people. people from like high school that I never yeah. actually like met. You know, maybe I don't know, but not maybe like I need to other... see a therapist about this because I, I had like fr- I had like a few friends. I think like they were all adults, which is weird. Hmm. And it was never. This weird is not a bit, right? Like a repressed no, this isn't a bit. Like okay. there was there was a guy who was a like a Marine Corps sniper, and like him and I would like talk about movies a lot. But I was like that's pretty. Cool. I was like thirteen, I think. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe that's weird. But I never got weird. In today's vibes. context, it's weird. But I yeah. could see like back then it not being a big deal. Yeah, because I you would like I, mean? some, I would like go into chat yeah. rooms every now and then. And, yeah, like, because back know. then like you didn't have the whole 
crazy stranger danger as you have like today apparently like, we didn't the have whole, the con- yeah we didn't have that yeah, context yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, but you know, to to bring it back, um, the top eight, to, the top eight thing is kind of a a um, exclusivity thing, right. which is really the whole theme of the social network exclusivity. Yeah, you know, like being able to um, be part of a club that no one else is a part of. You know, like he was trying to get in, how um, Spider Man was trying to get into the Phoenix Club. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. If you didn't get that, uh, well, like that is really yeah. you know interesting I mean? because it's how it started, right? Mm-hmm. It, it was, was how it's they all launched. about inclusivity. I remember when they launched Google Plus, it yeah. was all about did you get the invite? Who has mm-hmm. it first? But then once you got it there, like there's nothing to do. Nothing like to. Yeah. so, it's like it starts off with ex- it attracts you, mm-hmm. but yeah. then you have to have something it's there. A selling to keep, point. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's a it's a brilliant marketing tool, and that's why like it really was so smart. To keep obviously we we go to I mean I go to Facebook like every now mm-hmm. and then now some of us do some of us don't but um, and obviously there are ads mm-hmm. everywhere like there are fucking ads all over yeah. Facebook now and it's like that really would have probably killed it early on if yeah. it was like you go there right. from MySpace to check it out and it's just right. like Ad City and mm-hmm. you're like well fuck this I mean MySpace is better and right. you know there there was already that kind of uh, level of hesitation you know, from the offset, mm-hmm. but that would have, uh, it's but even, how it's evolved. even the first scene was, uh, when he was with Rumi, uh, Rumi Mara, right. That's mm-hmm. her. Like they were, I mean, he was just obsessively talking about how he w- wasn't in the clubs that, uh, yeah. Right. It's those fancy, like, um, Ivy league clubs. Yeah. And, and like, he, he was offended yeah. when she was like, well, which is the easiest. And he was yeah. like, mm-hmm. yeah. And he was just super insecure that he was like, not a part of it, you know? And I love the line that she says. Um, I, pr- I I'm paraphrasing it, but it's like I promise you, people people won't like you because you're a nerd. It's because you're an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> such for a sure. Fun. Well, and then yeah. the way that comes back at the yeah, at the, the end is so great too. So like, good. kind of recontextualizes it, mm-hmm. and uh, she phrases it in a different way. Yeah, you saw the movie and stuff. Um, but well, yeah, they they shot that opening mm. scene ninety nine times. Oh yeah, I read that. Is that like Fincher's times. thing? Is he just films way too many? Oh yeah, like takes. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like maybe it is way too many. Maybe like some kind of weird delusional magic happens after ninety eight takes or something. Like, but um, you know, I was thinking too that it depends. Be- it depends because sometimes directors like with Kubrick, he does that on purpose just so like to frustrate the actors so they can actually like get like the emotion that the director prefers on screen, you know, <laughs> like with the shining, you know, he really wanted For to keep doing movie. it over and over again. Yeah. So like they would feel insane, you know? Yeah. And that's what he was trying to capture mm. while that makes a lot of sense for, you know, with that big, he has yeah. a lot of people there. Mm. It was like a whole bar. Mm-hmm. I know. Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. God, so, yeah. Those extras were, uh, 99 takes, dude. That I had saw to be like, a whole um, day. I saw Jesse Eisenberg talking about it. Jesse Eisenberg yeah. thought it was kind of a freeing experience because okay. he's suddenly saying, oh, it's not it's not on me as the actor to get it right every time. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to do it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So pressure's off me. Yeah. I, it, it's everyone else, too. It's all it, Everyone has to be perfect. It's not just me. So he, yeah. he, got, he thought it was cool. That's yeah, I, I heard. But I've heard that, like, Gyllenhaal hated it. Yeah, like, John Hall hated. Yeah, he's it. never going to work with Downey Jr. Hated it. Again. Mm-hmm. I um yeah, I was actually reading about uh, Eisenberg too about how he did really like the experience. He also liked playing the character of Zuckerberg because he was like this kind of 
um, autistic. Person. Yeah, like kind of like emotionally removed <laughs> character, and he was like, "It's great because I don't have to worry about making this character likable." Like yeah. usually, I play a character where you know people relate to, and I'm some kind of like uh, neurotic. neurotic. I don't know. He, he plays a lot of neurotic, yeah. kind of nerdy people. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. I, "Finally, I didn't have to do that," and it was so freeing to just like, oh, mm. I don't care. Like, and he comes off like that because yeah, it's I great. Think, yeah. yeah, I think it's the intention to come off mm. like I don't. Yeah, he's so like laid back in every scene like he like it seems like he doesn't give a shit uh mm-hmm. like he doesn't care why he's in any given scene in the movie it's great mm-hmm. and it's like perfect for for zuckerberg i wonder how he studied for that role like mm-hmm. are there interviews i guess there have to be interviews with yeah Zuck. i think like when when does the movie mostly take place was it oh four yeah, yeah, oh four, yeah, right? Four, yeah. So yeah, it definitely had to be like oh six, oh seven that it was getting really popular. Well, I mean, I assume like Aaron Sorkin just like I don't know, he's read that book and mm. yeah. did his own like creative uh, twist on things. You know? uh, yeah, I was I was reading <laughs> I was reading about that, and yeah. um, it was actually the author uh, basically pitched the book, mm. and I guess when I don't know much about this process, but when that happens, apparently they also pitch that book to movie studios. Like, mm-hmm. this is a big thing. This is what happened. It's Freddy a dual, Player like, One. pitch or something. Huh? It's like dueling pitches. Like yeah, you and it's like, to hey, we're going to pitch this as a book, and yeah. we'll also make a movie at the same time. It's and that's game, double the revenue stream. Yeah, that's what they did with Ready Player One mm-hmm. and stuff like that, too. But um, So they were he was writing the script while the author was writing the book. Mm-hmm. And so they didn't really... He said by the time he was like done with the script, the writer was like still working on the book. Mm -hmm. And so they're kind of like different in a lot of ways, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So it's kind of like its own, its own thing. But what was I going to say about him writing the, yeah, well, that's what drew his attention to it. He was like, I don't give a shit about the tech, like technological stuff at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like the story is so inherently like entertaining and dramatic because of all the, you know, the big stakes. Yeah, for sure. And uh, people screwing other people over and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. It, it doesn't have to be about Facebook. It could have been about anything, and it'd still be an entertaining story, you know. But, yeah, it just seems like uh, Facebook was more of the just the thing that would attract people to watch this film, as opposed to the the uh, mm-hmm. the, the core issue behind it, mm-hmm. because. I mean, it's like nothing, nothing about it was really about like Facebook, really. This this whole movie it was just like yeah. how um, Zuckerberg wanted to be so, wanted to be a cool guy who everyone like yeah, loved, yeah. and the Sean Parker stuff yeah. definitely like the ties Sean back into Parker that, stuff. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna have a whole Sean Parker segment. I think. <laughs> uh, Sean Parker, the the Tyler Durden. Uh, yeah. mm. um, so but, isn't it ironic that Justin Timberlake plays Sean Parker? Yeah, and I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that until it's watching hilarious because like, I never thought about that. Days. Yeah, because Justin yeah. Timberlake's a musician, and mm. Sean Parker stole. I mean, I don't want to say that. that's a little strong of a word. Well, but, yeah, he. You can you imagine know. that, like he was fucked over by Sean Parker. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, <laughs> like when he was in it, sync, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah. That's why it's so funny to, to see him play like the guy who was trying to take down the music industry. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a like a final fuck you in mm. some way. It's like, and now I get to fucking play you in a movie and make you look I don't like know. Sean Parker is probably doing real good <laughs> yeah. right yeah. now. Oh, dude. yeah. I'm sure. I mean, he's still, he's <laughs> yeah. still a stakeholder in Facebook. Mm. So. It's like a president. Yeah, I'm sure he's it's doing like, fine. It's crazy yeah. shit, yeah. Yeah. I mean, any, 7% of Facebook, mm. if you own yeah. 7% of Facebook, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you, you and your children's children will not do anything for the rest of your lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Sean Parker, I don't know. Justin Timberlake takes me out of it. Like, okay, so I rewatched <laughs> The Prestige, and they have a musician playing Tesla. They have David Bowie doing it. Yeah, oh, and yeah. he's good. You, I see a character. I, I don't even see David Bowie. So yeah, much, you don't for see sure. David, Bowie but I see at Sean all. Parker, and I'm like, oh, that's Justin Timberlake. Just trying that's to fair. be an actor <laughs> that's fair he's like a brad pitt syndrome thing yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting i i i don't know if i well, really felt that way when i first saw the it. thing is like he's great in alpha dog but i still see justin timberlake in alpha mm. dog you yeah. know what i mean like you you even in i mean i think he's alpha you, do you think really he's good, good though i, yeah, think I do good. think Social he's good i don't think it's I think his he's fault good i think it's good I, i'm also yeah. just like staring yeah. at these people Thinking it's fascinating mm-hmm. how young they all look. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I was like, too, look man. at Justin Timberlake. Sure. Oh man, Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake. Even was like still Andrew like... Garfield, who like still mm-hmm. looks young. I was like, he looks I mean, like a little baby. Looks, in Army this. Hammer. Yeah, he's was a, like, oh, Army Hammer. Yeah, Army Hammer looks so. Boy, he's young. aging like a fine wine, though. Can we all agree <laughs> on that? Let's have an Ar- <laughs> Army Hammer corner because we had a little bit of an Army yeah. Hammer corner last. Oh yeah, few episodes. Yeah. Well, we well yeah. we gave uh, the Hebrew Arm hammer. And hammer. Oh, the, oh yeah, we gave the yeah. Hebrew yes, hammer the a hammer. corner. So now we got Army. Talking hammer. about those painter pans with the yeah. hammer hole, dude. Oh, oh yeah, hell yeah, dude, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Army Hammer is a guy who I thought was uh, twins for mm-hmm. years. <laughs> and this is a thing that I guess happens to me after I see movies like Parent like Trap. Lindsay, yeah, Lindsay and I Lohan. think Lindsay Lohan is a twin for like a decade. Why don't they just hire like real twins? Why do they do this? Because it's Fincher, man. It's fin- Fincher just wants to fucking... I mean, this is post-Ben Buttons, dude. He's like, oh, oh yeah, CGI let's, let's shit. CG. This you know, is the future. Once I realized... Once I knew about the whole twin thing, like... I was like carefully like looking at like yeah. one of the army hammers and mm. you could see kind of like a weird like I don't know you could, a little deep fake yeah, yeah a little deep fake action well it's on, it's yeah. this okay bit of trivia here <laughs> so there was a body double and I'm forgetting the guy's name uh I can't remember like navy nail or something the huh sorry it was a dumb <laughs> it said navy nail navy nail <laughs> that's funny I think that's funny um uh yeah, so the actor who was the the like face double body double for Army Hammer was uh the guy who played Ra's al Ghul in the flashback scene in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So yeah. just a little bit of a wow. um, trivia bit, yeah. And he's like appearing in more shit now as a his face is appearing in more shit now. Uh but yeah, in this he's just kind of he gets deep. Do you know what his name is? Is he like a is he like a stunt double or something? Or no, he's not. He's an actor. Like he's a straight he's an up actor. actor. How? Um, <laughs> I mean, like I'm sure he has an amazing career, but it, it's it not kinda, amazing. I was looking at it today. It's like fine. He's like getting more shit now. It's kind of amazing still because you're on like the Social Network and The Dark Knight Rises. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But then again, it's like your face is like. <laughs> well, that he was like he was like I was hesitant at first. Yeah. I was reading that he was really hesitant, but then yeah. he was like, "Oh, it's a David Fincher movie. Like it'll you be, might as well take fine. the chance while you can." And he's yeah. like. His performance is in it, but they deep fake him with mm. with uh, with Army Hammer. <laughs> Original deep fake. What is your favorite? What is what are your all favorite uh, Army Hammer performances? Since we're still in the the hammer oh, wow. hammer down section. Oh, he's so good in um 
in a God, what's the name of that film? Uh, I think you know what you're the man from Uncle. Yeah, I need to see that one. Man from Uncle, he is like, ugh. Uh, dude, sorry, <laughs> sorry to bother yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that fantastic. with Sean. That's funny. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Him yeah. specifically too. Yeah, he is mm. great. He is great in that. Mm. Um, as like a super like uh, almost about Patrick Bateman-y, yeah, uh, like scummy white collar guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's great in this, and mm. I thought he was twins for for years after. Yeah. So have you seen the movie Us yet? Would it surprise no. you to know that those are not twins? That those are. <laughs> Oh, oh, it's the same. Movie the same okay, yeah. Huh. I mean, I, yeah, I was aware that there was, wasn't two. Maybe it's the first time. Do they have to play or, twins yeah. for it to have that effect on you, or does it, like... I don't know. It's. I think I just need to have no prior knowledge of them, mm. because I didn't know who Lindsay Lohan was before Parent Trap. Right. Yeah. And, and after who, that, I thought, you know... Yeah, Army Hammer, that was the first time I saw him was in the social network. So. Yeah. And he makes an impression, man. Like, he's so mm. fucking... I mean, and I we'll we'll have to talk about Aaron Sorkin. I bet a lot too, because like, if if you're, I feel I feel like any actor will be at their peak in like a Sorkin written movie, right? Because like his dialogue is so fucking like witty. It gives you like the opportunity Mm. to just like fucking go off the chain and just be funny and witty and clever. Like I I don't know, it's almost (laughs) distracting for me Uh watching Sorkin movies. Yeah, Sorkin movies are kind of weird to watch because it's like, why is everyone so clever? Yeah, the thing is, for some movies, it's a little too much. Oh man, dude, Fauna's going going wild. Um, some some movies and shows like The Newsroom, uh, West Wing. There was one newer movie. That he wrote, um, I kind of can't remember, but so, some it's like too distracting for me. Sometimes I'm Molly, like, um, huh? the Molly's game or something. Molly's game. Yeah. I yeah. was like, this is mm. insane. I feel like I'm watching like a cartoon or something. Yeah. Like it's crazy. Mm-hmm. The dialogue that's happening right now. This did feel more to me like a Sorkin movie than a Fincher movie. Like yeah, it was, it was definitely yeah, more of a Sorkin movie. Yeah, we well, and then we talked about, um, I, I'm glad we're talking about it soon after um, Ben Buttons because... Uh, this is further proof that, like, he isn't an auteur, like, that he's a guy who takes a script and, like, mm-hmm. will service the script really, really well, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh, I don't know. It's like he you, – you can see his, like, visual language in this movie, like, the way that he shoots, you know? Yeah, he gave mm-hmm. the locations kind of specific moods. Like, the Ivy League looked really dark and moody. Yeah. California is really bright. Real bright and, and optimistic. Like, all that like, kind of stuff. that's where the future is, Yeah. But I, what do you I was, think he chose to make um, the Ivy League schools like Harvard like dark and kind of seedy looking? Because it was it was interesting to make that to make a such a um, world renowned like very prestigious like place yeah. in mm. into such a dirty kind of looking place. You I, know? I think it was to it was a choice. For yeah, sure. I think it was yeah. to later juxtapose how it is in California because mm. like in, in when they're at Harvard. Are there any daytime scenes at all? There's very few if there are. In California, no. it's mostly daytime. It's yeah. like bright out. It's like that. that's the optimism yeah. of like we're going to the fucking West Coast. That's where everything's happening. Well, to me, like night kind of is a um, backdrop for like themes of like secrecy. And mm-hmm. it just seems like that's what um, – since we're sticking to the exclusivity thing, like – Especially with the scene with, like, when Andrew Garfield was pledging for the Phoenix Club and he was, like, outside in the cold right. and, like, trying to, like, um, 
you know, say the the three lies of what was it the, the statue, Harvard yeah. statue thing? Yeah, yeah, the th- name yeah. The three lies, yeah. and it's like it's in the dark. We're like it's probably like three a.m. and like it's no like one's out there. Cold. Yeah, and yeah. it's just showing this sort of like how much do you want to be a part of this like cool club or something? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. No, yeah, and then I think that's. Uh, same with when he created like the uh, hot or not thing. They were like, it was fucking like eight o'clock all yeah. the way to like four a.m. when they like released the 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 website. They made it live. Yeah. Like they were just like drinking beer like at like in four a.m. Yeah. Like, well, and then yeah. it's interesting because later one of the only nighttime scenes in California that I can think of is when Eduardo shows up at the mm-hmm. house. When he's coming back from New York. He's all soaking wet. And he's like soaking wet. It's pouring outside. So I think it's just thematic, honestly. Like I think Fincher realized like, okay, how can the setting kind of drive the theme? And I think that ties into what you're talking Mm -hmm. about with like the exclusivity stuff like at at Harvard and, Mm -hmm. you know. But I mean like one of the first scenes of like him – because he's with Rooney Mara and then – he runs through the like it's a long sequence him mm-hmm. running through harvard and it's dark and there's like you see people there's plenty of people like throughout the sequence but it seems like they're almost like shadows just kind of going to and fro and he's just like navigating his way like through them you know which i thought was a really cool scene because i mean it kind of goes hand in hand with the whole idea of just like um, exclusivity, like people are like keeping to themselves and they're just like going to one place or another. And they're just kind of these formless figures. And he's just like plowing right through them, you know, through the, yeah. well, through and then the night, that, that's the impression know? that I get about how he views people yeah. too, for sure. And I think, I think there's a lot of stuff in how Fincher directs the movie that kind of puts you in the mindset of the characters. Like the, the most jarring, yeah. One is the rowing scene on the Thames in like the middle of the movie right, with yeah, uh, yeah. The, with Army Hammers and the row teams and all that. Mm. Um, the, what was the song that, that was being used? Like? Uh, Mozart, right? Like yeah, it's, it it's a the, weird. Um, uh, it it's like uh, a jarringly the Mountain King. Was Mountain it King in the yeah. Hall of the Mountain King? In the Hall yeah. of Mountain King. Yeah, um, that's not Mozart. I don't think um, it's. Um, God, I used to know it. Oh, well. Insync, I think. But at least I know Insync. <laughs> yep, Insync made uh, in the Hall of the Mount King. In the Hall of the Mount King in 1998. We all remember that. Um, but yeah, the way he shoots that is so fucking like that. That scene feels like he's like really stretching his legs and is like, I'm gonna add like a ton of fucking style to this scene because mm-hmm. he does like whatever the opposite of a split diopter shot is. I, I don't know, like, what the term is, but it's, a, like... An opposite of a split diopter. Well, because a split diopter, what I, it's yeah. doing is it's it's focusing blurring on, out yeah. the middle... Uh, or so you the, have to dual fo- foci. Yeah. Dual, dual focus. And it's, like, what he does in this mm. scene is, like, a singular focus where everything in the background is blurry, everything in the foreground is blurry, and you're only seeing... That's the, called the bokeh effect. Yeah. The what? Bokeh. Bokeh effect? Yeah. Okay. It's know. not. It's not okay. the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's just a high. Um, it's a very. Um, Maybe feel anxious, right? You're just like yeah. You, you can't see anything else. It's kind of just like zoned in on that one thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, that's what I was saying about like it gets you in the headspace of the Winkle Vi yeah, in that vi, scene yeah. Um, because yeah, it's it's showing how hyper focused. It's like a metaphor for how focused they are in that moment. The music is this like constantly mm-hmm. like 
it's like ramping up to this like crescendo. And then at the end you have like this fucking explosion of like frustration. And I think that like is a perfect, it's always so jarring. Cause like the style of that scene is, is crazy, but, um, it's one of the coolest scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the way he did that. I was like looking for a lot of like some of those signature like moves of his. Mm-hmm. I only saw a couple of times where like the camera kind of like followed the movement on screen. I was looking for mm-hmm. a lot of that. Oh yeah. That's his big thing. Uh, yeah. A lot of like the establishing shots reminded me of like house of cards, just like Boston, I guess looks kind of just like fucking political. Boston, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's his big thing. His big signature move, I guess is like, the kind mm-hmm. of camera following the characters yeah. throughout the scenes and stuff like that. Um, the club scene, I like the club scene a lot. Club kind of like scene. it's like the music oh, that scene's loud. great. Yeah, because the yeah. camera, yeah, the camera must have been on like some kind of wire rig or something because it's like flying through the club mm-hmm. up to. They're talking about yeah, the was, one with Timberlake. Yeah, right? yeah pre drones for sure. <laughs> pre drones, yeah, for yeah. sure. Some wire, like some uh, NFL wire. Wire drone footage or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Venture's got to be a guy who fucking loves some drones now, mm-hmm. I bet. What do you guys think about drones? You guys like drones? Fuck yeah. Dude. I mean, what drones? kind of drones? The ones that kill, like... Yeah, what? well, the kind that blow up oh, blow yeah. women and children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those, those, are the, those are the best. The best yeah. kind of drones. Thanks, Obama. I was just thinking if I was going to be murdered, like, drone me. Like, that's going to be the best me, way to be murdered. Like, I don't think it is, yeah. yeah. It's going to be new slang. Drone me. <laughs> Drone me. Yeah. Drone me. Um, you know, I got all, like, I get, sometimes I have weird thoughts. And, <laughs> like, sometimes I think, like, sometimes I'm like, okay, where we going? Adam's where we going? Weird, weird thoughts corner. Well, it's like, sometimes, like, I'm naked in my apartment, right? Okay. Because it's like, I, it feels good. Home. Yeah, yeah you know? We've all been naked in your apartment. Yeah. 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 But, like, I have my window open. It's like, what if someone just had, like, a drone and was just, like, checking me out, you know? It's kind of weird. Yeah. Like, you could just do that, like, mm-hmm. with a drone. You could just fly to someone's place and then start, like, looking into it. Yeah, I mean, drone laws right now, man, are a bit, of a bit of a wild, wild west mm-hmm. situation we have mm-hmm. going on right now. That's that's why uh, my – it's I know, like, a weird amount on this because my um, stepdad step, – yeah, stepdad is um like super into drones. Like every time that he comes into town, he'll like whip up like a video on like his iPad of like some drone races. Yeah. Have you guys seen drone races? They're crazy, They're like pod racing. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like pod racing. It's insane. Like the ones where they fly through like a stadium. That's pretty and, cool. And like in the hallway. They have like VR goggles nuts. on, right? They're yeah, like, they have yeah. VR goggles. So they're like in the in the fucking camera. They're ready player one in it. Yeah, dude. Yeah, hell yeah. Wow. Uh, boy, a lot of RPO references on this episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, it's it's that's like a weird issue right now legally is like drones because clearly a lot of companies amazon being the biggest are mm. like setting up drone delivery services right. and stuff like that well, where the fuck is a domino's drone delivery the triple d's that uh, i think they <laughs> tested that out i think they did test that out but that's what i was saying man it's like it's in a weird zone because a lot of people are like i don't want them flying over my property mm-hmm. and mm. so now you have this that's weird like uh, fucking! I don't know. I want them flying over my property. Air land rights and drop shit like me that. some good old Domino's pizza. <laughs> like, if, imagine I could just go to my balcony and then there's a pizza there. That'd I mean, be that'd, great. Be, that'd be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that would be great. I mean, but the issue, just like the issue in social network, is privacy. And is it, uh, yeah, because how's I mean, that the issue in the solar network? Huh. How is privacy an issue in the social? Network uh, movie? Well, I, I guess I mostly mean. 
like Facebook. It's like mm. it's it's the that's that's the issue of our day. That's why this movie. But that's ages what's so, so interesting. interesting about yeah. like this film because he he created Facebook from something that was invading like an exclusive space. Like remember he was getting all the all the girls all the girls from all the right. different sororities and stuff mm-hmm. by invading yeah. that now he made like some sort of exclusive thing and then it was also cross like um, referenced with like the uh, Phoenix Club party and how all those chicks were like fucking taking off their clothes and stuff and then as soon as it's gone online they're actually concerned about like how people view their mm. their beauty you know like it, it's kind of ironic in a weird way because it's like oh as soon as you're in a public sphere you don't want someone to judge how hot you are but when you're yeah. in that private sphere it's like hell yeah like i'm part of like this club and i don't give a shit you know it's, I mean, what it is is uh i mean rooney mara's line the the internet's not written in pencil it's written in ink and it's mm. like that I, I found this Wired article I actually wanted to, like, read a few quotes from because it made me think about this movie in, like, mm-hmm. a crazy new context. Uh, her, like, o- like, opening little paragraph is, uh, nearly a decade later and 15 years into the life of Facebook, I think I've realized something. The social network was right. Not necessarily historically accurate. Only the people who were in the room know those truths. But about its messages, privacy matters. Whether you're taking mm. photos from a sorority website or giving access to user data, connection comes with consequences. The tech boom gave an enormous amount of power to people who'd never touched it before. Mm. And it's like, it's, <laughs> I like how the drone thing kind of like ties into it. Mm. But um, that's like a big issue with like Silicon Valley right now is that like these people have so much power and they're creating these huge giant leaps and they're not necessarily thinking of the rep like repercussions yeah they're not they're not like the the powers that be they're not the people who've had generations practicing how to do this yeah they're just they're the people now who have the ability to and they're the people who might have been bullied growing up so they don't really care as much uh the neil bloom camps of um of uh silicon valley Neil bloom camps yeah what did what did he do I don't know. I just remember watching like Chappie and how butt hurt he seemed about like people oh. who play rugby for some reason. <laughs> about how he couldn't play rugby. Well, no. Remember? Chappie um, couldn't. No. Remember uh, Hugh Jackman? No, I've never. Have, seen have you seen Chappie? Yeah, I've seen Chappie. You remember Hugh Jackman's character where he was like just really into rugby, and it's like mm. I don't know why. Like there was no point that he right. was into rugby. It just happened to be like something he was into. But he was a super big asshole. Yeah, and I just feel like. My theory is that, like, Blomkamp got, like, bullied by a rugby player when he was in South Africa or something and just, like, <laughs> has this hatred yeah. for rugby. He just know, thinks like, they're all, like, just like assholes. Jo- yeah, jock assholes or something. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. You know? I mean, no, I, I think that is, like, uh, probably a parallel to, like, a lot of these Silicon Valley guys. It's no, like- this isn't, I mean, this goes back to kind of, like, how um, Zuckerberg, well, in the movie, The Social Network. Yeah. How he was like, you know what, fuck Army Hammer because this is the first time like things didn't go right for them. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're so mad. And he, he, it was almost like his weird like he had a like he was using his 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 gain as sort of a tool of revenge, pretty much. Yeah, but he it was like he was trying to morph his assholeness and wanting to gain things mm. into some sort of morality. 
the as if like yeah like you know what yeah. fuck these like you know these rich white guys he, he's one of those you know? like it's the principle of the thing like, yeah the, and it like one of these guys yeah but it was never that it was him just yeah. wanting to like be cool too he wanted like, to be cool yeah. he just wanted he to be wanted, cool for sure yeah and it then, wasn't about fucking over the man or that's anything. That's why he's, like, yeah. never going to be cool is because he wants to be cool. Yeah. And there's always going to be someone else. It's just like the line at the end. Right. It's the line at the end where uh, sexy... Yeah. Um, uh, what's oh, her Rashida name? Jones, man. Rashida, yeah. Rashida Jones. She's so beautiful. That, she's so her. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so did uh, Pixar guy. Thought, oh, I thought boy. so, too. Oh, um, <laughs> boy. We'll skip over that real quick. Um, we all, well, we always yeah. got to, like, stumble head first into the <laughs> Me Too movement on every yeah, episode yeah. this season, I guess. Why stop now? You got to <laughs> in me. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to hug on me. Oh, God. That was his thing, dude. He's, he's yeah, lots he's a of hugging hug bear from Toy Story 3. He loved hugging mm. people. Oh, do you think that's he was? I think so. Oh, man, my maybe. God. Didn't he voice lots of hugging bear, too? Wow. I think he might have. Do you think it was projection? Possibly. Oh, man. Yeah. Like yeah. virtue singling and stuff? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Probably, yikes. Man, I can't watch. I got to watch Toy Story 3 again to see if like it lines up. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Rashida Jones had said, um, yeah. you're not an asshole. You're just trying so hard to be one. Which is one of the best lines in cinema ever. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that line. It's one of those Sorkinisms, man. Mm-hmm. Like every, even if I can't, could, here, here's my issue, I think, with a lot of his scripts and a lot of his projects is like, emotionally, they're not there right. for me. Yeah. Like, because it's so concerned with uh, clever plotting and really clever dialogue that I can't really connect to the characters as human beings because they don't feel real mm-hmm. or relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some like exceptions, but, um, Steve Jobs was kind of like that. Even though I love that movie, um, nobody in that movie to me feels like a human being. Mm. Um, I like the, uh, the best friend character in this one was uh, Eduardo. Yeah. He was the one who watching it again, cause I haven't seen it in years. Watch this movie again for him. Yeah. He was actually like a pretty talented, like manager kind of person. He's like the heart definitely of the movie. And like, that's the tragedy of it is that like Eduardo Savern, was like his best friend right. and happened to, mm. because he's naive, get mm-hmm. completely screwed over by um, Zuck and gang. Zuck. But he was Zuck also, but he was, he was just as guilty <laughs> of like image. Like he was obsessed with his own personal image. Like yeah. he was wore like Gucci shit and like mm-hmm. wanted to be part of the <laughs> Phoenix club. And like, that's true. He always talked to like his lines were always like, you don't know how much this would mean to my father, like, and stuff right. like that. Like, he was always, despite, like, his yeah, sympathetic, yeah. but sympathetic, sympathetic nature more so than Zuckerberg, he still, like, wanted to be, like, cool, too. Yeah. You know? He has the line that I never mm-hmm. caught before in they, in, uh, when they cut back to the, um, what do you call it? What do you call that when you sit in the room and you fucking hash it out legally, like, I don't oh, know yeah. what that's called. Like a Settlement? deposition or something. Deposition, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. When they cut back to the deposition like scene and he says, like, my father won't even talk to me. Like I, I like wow. never caught that scene before, but it's like because of what happened, right. like there was such a sense of like mm-hmm. um I don't know what that would be, man. Like uh pride or something that his mm-hmm. father has that he's like ashamed of his son, and that, that like adds to the fucking uh tragedy it like, of it, man. It seems like his father is like some sort of 
big like millionaire like brazilian yeah. guy yeah. or something yeah that's and, right like, he's trying to um you know live up to his yeah. father's uh image man know. andrew garfield really plays a lot of like minority characters in movies and it's interesting because <laughs> silence too silence yeah. he plays like a puerto rican guy <laughs> was he a puerto rican in that yeah they're well they're uh yeah they're P- puerto rican or guatemalan priests they're they're from some like uh, i thought yeah someone like latin that. country i think mm-hmm. yeah him and adam driver two of the whitest men that have ever lived <laughs> right like come on come on mars Scorsese. yeah but that's uh, a good movie though yeah andrew garfield i think is like he's fucking great in this too and it's it's a bummer that he got like sidelined into shitty spider-man movies for like yeah four or five years he's really his. good did you see that yeah. mel gibson war movie that he was in mm-hmm. that was oh he Brent was doesn't good. like that movie huh you don't like you know, that I like that movie. I just I think it's, I don't know the I name think, of it. Something uh, Hill, Ridgeback. No, it's Hacksaw good. It's Ridge. good. Yeah. yeah. Hacksaw Ridge. And he's great in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like hammy. Yeah. It's like a really hammy, mm-hmm. like, I'm from the South and I love our Lord. <laughs> yeah. But like he yeah. makes it work. And I'm that's a like pacifist. a testament to it. I like um, yeah. Vince Vaughn in that movie. Was, okay. Anyways. Vince I'm sorry, Vaughn. I'm yeah. Yeah. No, that's a solid movie. I just think it kind of kind of loves war a little too much there. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I don't know. Not so much I like disagree. it's not an American sniper. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah it's not an American sniper. That's yeah, I know. guess so. Yeah. But for uh, a pacifistic movie, it's kind of weird that Andrew yeah, yeah. Garfield had played like in two conservative, religious conservative movies. You think silence? I don't think silence is. I think it's religious. I think it's. Um, is that the one you're referring to? Or yeah, it's definitely Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think that's yeah. just because. Um, Fucking Scorsese's been Catholic. I mean, Hacksaw Ridge is Catholic, and so is like Silence. So they're yeah. two Catholic films. Yeah. I guess so. Maybe he is. I don't know. I've never uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever like. No, it just seemed kind of interesting. Yeah, you know. I don't know. Maybe he'll be in the next Mel movie, mm-hmm. the next Mel Gibson movie about a a. Uh, is Mel Gibson even? No, do there's anything? a new one. Oh yeah, he's Did, acting. Did you see right? the previews for the new Mel Gibson movie? Where it's just like, I, I have it. It's it's on VOD. Is stuff. that what it is? It looks D- dragged bad. across concrete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the, the movie about oh, police brutality. <laughs> the most. <laughs> oh, I want to see that. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's very tastefully done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Craig, Craig Zoller did it, and all his movies are very tastefully done. So, um, have you seen Have you seen his other ones, Brian? No. Do they? Are there any movies where they play detectives? Dude, if you like, <laughs> are you talking about detectives? detectives? Jesus Christ! <laughs> sorry, my just, my ears just like blew head. out. Um, uh, he did a Bone Tomahawk. Oh, I have seen Bone Tomahawk. That was a really yeah. good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rollin' Cell Block ninety nine. And if you like Vince Vaughn, oh dude, oh yeah, you saw wow, that. I might want to see this movie now. Yeah, dude. No, I, I had it. It's yeah, I hear it's good, but Let's it's just, just pop like, it on right now and drop this podcast. It's and, dude, it's two hours and fifty minutes long. Oh god, wow. never mind. Yeah, apparently it's very, very. Um, what's the like self? Uh, you mean masturbatory? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he's he's very much just like dragging stuff out apparently you watch vince vaughn eat an entire sandwich what and so hey i mean you know a uh I mean, a ghost in. story did that so huh a ghost story did that's true yeah we see oh rooney mara bring it on back bring it on she back. ate a whole pie yeah she eats a whole pie i love that scene. oh yeah that was lie. actually an insane movie that was not what i expected when i, I watched love the story yeah that it's movie so that movie is is good yeah it's yeah. Like super art is this like what we mm-hmm. talked about with um uh uh, uh 
the last, not the last episode, with uh, Benjamin Button, where it was just like film is, uh, what was that Tarkovsky line, Brent, uh, that I, I, I love so much? It. Um, yeah, we gonna, bring it up here. You just go, uh, listen, dear listener, you can just go to Benjamin Button podcast and... Uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say it again. Yeah, Unlike all other art forms, film is able to seize and render the passage of time to stop it, almost to possess it in infinity. I'd say mm. that film is the sculpting of time. So that's mm. why, like, in a ghost story, it's that's one of the best examples of uh, that quote. You yeah, know? for sure. Really utilizing the, the time to... Uh, but that's, like, the point. best use of yeah. film is to show time time yeah, yeah pretty much mm-hmm. um hmm. but uh i mean yeah glad you brought up benjamin button though because i was sitting there watching that with sean and i couldn't believe that 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 direction that, that movie took and it just it's <laughs> couldn't believe you not seen it i couldn't believe how it ended i think i might have seen it a while ago okay. but did you did you like it i still can't tell if you liked it or not for i don't think so man oh, okay. no i just like to me i was like i was watching that and i watched this and to Sean me, neither. Yeah. What is what is it with David Fincher? Does he just want Oscars? Is he just doing this to like? Is he making Oscar bait movies? Well, you know, it's a one for win? you, one for me sort of that's thing. That's a that's know? a good question, man. And I think that's that's an interesting thing that we are going to talk about and um, try to figure out on this season. Is because like. I think it, it, I go back to this. Like he said himself, he's like, I'm not an auteur. There's a lot of people involved in filmmaking, mm. and. I think that's kind of his way of saying, like, he's also a director who has never written a, mm. any movie. And he comes yeah. from music videos. He's like, he he's like the style. guy, it's like if a screenwriter was like, man, this screenplay is really good and I need to find somebody to do it. You know, David Fincher would be perfect for this sort of yeah, thing. Which, yeah, which makes sense yeah. that he would direct a Sorkin script because right. that right. all of Sorkin's best movies have been done by great filmmakers because they're like – Okay, everything is here on the paper, mm-hmm. and my job is to mm-hmm. interpret that visually in the way that I experienced, like reading it, and to make it make sense to people. Mm. And I think he does that really well. Like there are a lot of scenes where th- where it's jumping back and forth yeah, between the. It seems deposition. like an impossible task, but he does it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, yeah, the the. And it seems seamless. Like, mm-hmm. this movie seems simple and straightforward, but it is jumping around, and, like, it's like doing a Nolan thing. It's, like, jumping back and forth between, like, three different yeah, depositions, yeah, yeah. and it's giving – it's, like, recontextualizing things that they said in the right. deposition with, like, the real-life mm-hmm. shit that happened. And I think it's, like – yeah, I mean, a, a great director can take a script that is probably maybe a little confusing on paper and make it – just entertaining and like fun to watch. And you're not thinking too much about, you know, um, like, Oh wait, okay. We're jumping back now. I'm a little bit confused about when this is now. Um, and he's also a director who, um, doesn't ever dumb things down for people. I think Benjamin button is maybe the (laughs) only example of that, that I can think of that. He, that is like so straightforward that, um, I don't know. It's not a dumb movie, but it's not as like, you know, keep up, keep up with us like mm-hmm. social network is. Yeah. I don't know. Benjamin Button seemed like his Titanic. Forrest Gump. He's just like Forrest Gump and Titanic. Like, yeah, I want to see this we, old we, lady. We, <laughs> we, uh, we didn't make the Titanic <laughs> yeah. connection, but we certainly made the Forrest Gump one. For oh, sure. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cause we I talked couldn't about believe when writer. Katrina hit at the end. I was like, Sean, what the fuck? <laughs> was, yeah. Uh, well, you know, you can go and listen to, um, 
that episode and you can let hear... us know if it changes i'm interested because, because I think yeah we help sean we helped sean we help sean but like we all us us all talking i think helped we helped sean each be other like, yeah yeah like appreciate the movie more yeah, because I, I like that movie a lot sean had said like oh like after talking like okay he learned to appreciate a lot more hmm. so which is good and that's all we aim to do here that's what we're doing yeah. director showdown yes sir uh, absolutely yeah um but I, I mean, going back to Fincher, I think he's, I think he's just like the ultimate journeyman kind of. Right. Okay. You know, like he'll get his hands on s- some good writing and just like direct the shit out of it, and he'll make it like dark. Hmm. Like like all of his movies are like much darker dark color fi- wise. Dark Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Spielberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you said last uh, mm-hmm. the episode with Sean, and I agree with that. I mm-hmm. think. Um, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's my new, that's what that was my Dark Spielberg. Yeah. I think he does a little bit too much. I guess Spielberg does a little bit too much. Fincher is just like I feel like he's everywhere. He's doing TV, does a lot of Netflix. Like so to me it like almost devalues his cinema. Dude, well, because it's thing, like so oversaturated. Yeah, the thing that sucks is I I think he's having a hard time getting the stuff made that he wants to. Hmm. Um, Why is that? Because it is weird. Yeah. Because uh, what was the last thing that uh, Gone Girl was? Was that the last one? It was. A, it was a success. It was. Yeah. And it was a success. Yeah. I think he is That's in this kind strange. of old school of directors, though. That his mo- a lot of his movies aren't like big action set PC things, right? But they end up having really high budgets, and I think we're entering, or even just inside of this phase now, where it's either a micro like Blumhouse budget of mm-hmm. like ten, five, ten million dollars or it's two hundred million dollars for a project that's gonna net you a billion dollars. Mm. It's like that's mm. kind of I think where we're at right now. So except like, there are like certain outliers. He's like in the studio game. Maybe that's yeah. maybe that is part of his thing where it's well, like, yeah. okay, the studio needs to attract these actors. They're gonna make they want awards. Let's bring this guy in. Yeah, or he just thing. doesn't feel like doing anything. Yeah, yeah. I Maybe know. I mean, well, and he was trying to do World War Z, and to me, that speaks to, and it was almost going to happen, but he mm-hmm. left due to I think creative differences, which makes yeah. sense. The only reason why I say he might just not care is because that's what he did after Alien Three. Just like I don't want to make movies anymore. <laughs> oh, I never <laughs> even then, thought like, about that. Yeah. yeah. And then he just happened to get the script for seven and was like, I have to make this. So it's going to take, yeah, Yeah. it might just take him seeing. Because maybe maybe he just doesn't give a shit like about what people are handing him. Like maybe World War Z was just like not cool enough for him, you know? And I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't like a good script. Yeah. I mean, and then, uh, yeah. And so it makes sense that he'd be like, yeah, I mean, I'll go back. And he's, he directed a bunch on season two of Mindhunter, which I think Mm -hmm. is going to come out this year, which is cool. But yeah, I think he is just like kind of a maybe it'll take getting another Sorkin script, maybe the sequel to Social Network. <laughs> I, w- I would love that's to see a sequel we need. now. Now that, that they yeah. elected Trump with, dude, like with their okay. Zuckerberg and Congress, dude. Yeah, yeah uh, Sorkin himself well, has said there. Yeah. I know so much more than I did when I wrote the script for this movie, and mm. the world has evolved in insane ways that like. I think a sequel is like inevitable pretty much. Yeah. So it's warranted. It's warranted, honestly. Absolutely, man. It's going to, I think like social network could be, (laughs) this is going to be, this is going to sound funny, but is actually pretty dark, I think. But like social network is going to be like the first part of a trilogy (laughs) that like ends in the destruction of America. 
Damn. Like Skynet wise. Yeah. Because it's like the second movie, the sequel to the social network is obviously going to cover like the election. It's going to cover how Facebook is in large part, this tool that has like corrupted Mm -hmm. American culture in like a massive way. Um, that has promoted. Yeah. Yeah. Influencers Mm -hmm. and and social media advertising is just a huge industry now. Mm -hmm. And Facebook, like, they set the rules and everyone else follows what they do. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I then mean, him in Congress Zuck, was fascinating. Huh? Zuck in Congress was fascinating, dude. Well, that's yeah. like, yeah, that's yeah. like the third act fucking like yeah. set piece yeah. is uh, Zuckerberg and I just want to see, Congress. I just want to see uh, Jesse Eisenberg like sip some water. You know, yeah. Like. Looking like a fucking <laughs> yeah. Android man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Army Hammer will come back and just be, uh, you know, Bitcoin buying Bitcoin. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that's buying all they're Bitcoin. doing. Yeah. Do you guys know what, yeah. what the characters other than Zuck are up to now? Well, the, the Winkle vibe. Yeah, like Bitcoin guys. Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, didn't they? Yeah. They like helped yeah. make Bitcoin, right? Or they helped like promote. They um, bought a bunch, I think. Yeah. Or I think that's right. And they're yeah. like working in crypto right now or something. Uh, so I did, I did try to read up on, on the actual settlement. Uh, with the with the oh, best okay. friend Eduardo, mm-hmm. and apparently they they'd be still just like it went down from like his shitty like half of a percent yeah. to like two and a half percent of Facebook, so okay. it was still worth quite a bit of money. Yeah. So you he, mean but why oh two or why two point five? Yeah, 2. you know, oh, okay. yeah. in the movie, but it's like I mean, it's like a rumor, you know. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand Indeed. like why they decided to fuck him over. You guys, can you guys explain? I think that he was being manipulated by Sean Parker. To just like get rid of his uh yeah his uh vested um stock and I think he yeah. he probably um he's like resented oh. this the other guy because he needed his help no wait, but wait. he didn't he wasn't listening to him he was it goes back to the Phoenix Club again oh because he was yeah, jealous dude. yeah he was jealous yeah. yeah he's like Facebook is my club and you don't get to be a part of it that's all it is yeah. because that's you all it is because uh. Eisenberg or Zuckerberg, whatever, um, thought Berg to Berg, <laughs> yeah, uh, Berg yeah. th- thought that he like wasn't there when he was needed, right. you know. And it's like he was, he wasn't. You missed your you pledge. Know? Yeah, exactly. You missed the pledge. <laughs> you absolutely. Missed the pledge. And yeah. so obvi- that and mm. the manipulation that like yeah. we see in those scenes, like the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I mm-hmm. fucking love. Yeah, dude, I do really love that scene because like the dialogue's really clever when yeah. he like lays out. The fucking story right. of the the uh, Victoria's Victoria Secret, Secret guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like that. That might even just be a lie. I don't know, but yeah, um, might as well so, be. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Kind of, yeah, um, parable. Because mm. like, yeah, that's all Sean Parker kind of like just manipulating. Mm. And you have those scenes where he's like, "What do you mean? What do you mean he's not? What are the lines? I don't know." But he's like telling Zuckerberg like, "In all those he's Apple not coming teenies, out to California, dude. like, huh? All those Apple teenies. There's a lot of Apple yeah. teenies going on." Oh, oh, all those lunch, Apple yeah. teenies, man. Just, yeah. I've never in my life had an Apple Drop teeny. the the. Yeah. yeah. It's cleaner. Have you guys ever had an Apple teeny before? No. No, it sounds good, though. Isn't it like green apple? Isn't it the flavor? Yes. It sounds too sweet to me. I've yeah. never had one. But it sounds also kind of... Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the F word. Fabulous. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> I already had to bleep on Some the scrubs. On episode. Um, well, I didn't say the word. You said, I, I, you said I the word on the I'm other. Sorry. I'm sorry for that. <laughs> it wasn't the N word, guys. I didn't say it wasn't the N word. I was thinking in, in retrospect and listening to the episode, I was like, I hope people don't think I said the N word because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I mean, now I'm going to put do. down my shovel uh, now that I'm halfway buried. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple teenies. What do you guys think? Listeners tweet at us. What, how do you feel about Apple teenies? Well, I did a poll. Um, for Jinkos, actually. Mm, yeah. Oh, um, so. And, oh, yeah, yeah, bring it up. Before we go into that, Brian, what did you wear in middle school? Middle oh, school yeah, fashions. it was definitely, definitely the. It's like back pre- when you were still yeah. on MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. Pre-Facebook, <laughs> just keep it, keep it yeah. going. Um, I, I had really bad fashion tastes as a child. Uh, I think, I think I did have a lot of those old Navy painter pants. I think I had a lot oh, of... Oh, hell yeah. I had those... You know those cargo shorts that zipped off into shorts? Like the pants that zipped into shorts? I had those. I think I wore shorts the pants that lot. zipped into... Are you, are oh, you talking yeah, about I've the definition those. of uh, <laughs> efficiency? Is that what you're talking yeah. about, Brian? I had a lot of those. And I had a lot of graphic t-shirts with sexual yeah. innuendos on them. They were but like what really did you dumb. do? I feel like Sean said a similar thing. So yeah. you guys both had... The Menards had the... Uh, the Menards dude, had like some cool sexy We used to have to share shirts. clothes, dude. Like, oh, that <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah how, used, how close are you? You guys are one, just one dude, year we're apart, right? Two and a half years apart, half. but Sean like grew faster than... Than me. So he like oh. caught up and then kept going. Oh, that makes sense. So there was sense, like a yeah. big window where we were like, fucking, he wore a lot of my clothes. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, no Jinkos. Families though? don't have, no, definitely never had Jinkos. Man. We had like some No Fear shirts. Oh, oh No Fear, God. man. Did uh, you have Quicksilver I, I, shirts? Quicksilver, yeah, Quicksilver. Dude. And then in high school, I went into like uh, Volcom. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah. my my mom, this is probably like five years ago, so I'm, I'm 29 now. Mm-hmm. So that was when I was like 24. She's like in Florida, like on vacation, and she tweets. At, no, she doesn't tweet it. She like sends me a picture of like, "Hey, here's this Quicksilver shirt. Would you like it?" And I was just like, "No, thank you." But I wanted to tell her like, <laughs> "I'm not 13 anymore." Where I liked Quicksilver shirts. Man. Well, that's such a mom thing, dude. I don't have yeah. the, I don't have the backbone that you do. So when my mom like sends me stuff, even still to this day, my mom gets me shirts that like I probably would have worn when I was like 15. Right. And I like don't really end up wearing them. So I should probably tell my mom like, you don't have to buy me clothes. anymore. Yeah. It's just kind of a disservice to like let them do it because they 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 get me like Superman shirts. You know what what I've told? I tell my mom. Buy me athletic clothes. Give me, give me like shorts that's and smart. like just t-shirts that I can yeah, wear to go work smart. out in. Because you can, yeah, you can just yeah. wear those kind of whatever. You don't smart. care what you're wearing. In, yeah, in yeah. Those, shorts yeah. is a good. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, the Jinko <laughs> poll, the official director showdown Jinko jeans poll. I asked, "Were you a Jinko kid?" Forty-three huh. percent. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fifty-seven percent. No way. So. The majority of people what? were. What? You, uh, you know what you should have done the choices of? Hell yeah or yes. <laughs> like, don't even give them an option for And then no. absolutely for the yeah. third option. Yeah. But, but that's still a good margin. What is that? 43, 57? 43%. Yeah. Four and Dude, how many people were on were that? Jinkos? Weren't Jinkos more not like a goth <laughs> thing? Or is it not? Because I remember the, jink, the goth like people ten. had like those pants that were like, you couldn't see their feet. Goth people. It was like the, just, see, there is a separation. A yeah. There is a separation because Jinkos were... Gangster goth. Gangster goth. There it is. Gangster and then the goth, goth ones yeah. in yeah. high school... I, that was like my. I was like, man, I want those. Those are cool because it had like some neon ribbons on them, yeah, but they were always stuff. black. And then they had like boots under chains and stuff. Chains, like real chains. Columbine shooter <laughs> fucking oh, styles. God, 
<laughs> trench coats and yeah like and i just all. binge watched the matrix mm. three times time to fucking go get some of those jeans or pants <laughs> it's um, so interesting like you could probably draw a venn diagram of like goth gangster skater yeah and jinko's right there jinko the right in the fucking <laughs> mid <Yeah>. someone, <laughs> someone mock that up for us just, Dude, just make, make that fucking uh, uh triple venn diagram that'd be great to see speaking of <laughs> Speaking of these, uh, these, uh, these subcultures, subcultures were plenty of, plenty on Facebook. What did she say? Oh, absolutely, man. They were all over there on the uh, Facebook. Well, and, and, uh, you could say possibly that maybe that's the start of something, uh, in American society. Um, but that, uh, I don't know, maybe ties into uh, the divides that is uh, currently facing America. Ooh, it's interesting because when you talk about like the current political climate, and it does relate complete, completely with the social networks themes, mm-hmm. and how like since we're since now um, we're all connected on the internet. Um, I guess you would say Facebook. We'll just keep to Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that we're on Facebook and the fact that we know we can be connected with literally like millions of people, right? So that since you have that space, it's like you want to make more small groups within that space. Right, right, right. The, so, the tribalism aspect, right? Yeah, and it yeah. seems to always go down to the tribalism like with anything, right? So yeah. the... So Facebook, like, was just more... It's like, do you really give the fault to Facebook or the fact that people are just geared towards um, tribalism? So, like, it's the complicity factor, right? Like, when one way Facebook provides the, the playground in which to be exclusive mm-hmm. but how much is how much is that facebook's fault for people being scumbags to each other you know i don't know i, I think yeah i don't know i think there's there's a difference between allowing free speech and also like not Just intervening yeah. when like russian but like, that's like the cost accounts. of freedom man like but they you, could what, do more and i think do? that's what the supreme court stuff was with Mark Zuckerberg. It's like they, they have not been doing enough. Mm-hmm. There's not enough oversight in their but platform. I'm just saying like there, there's a inherently, I guess. Yeah. Like I, I agree with what you're saying. I'm just saying that like the, it's like the cost of yeah. letting people do what they want. So how much so. is it their fault? I don't know. Okay. So I don't think it starts off as their fault. They build the algorithms in a way that are going to show the things to people that it thinks that they're going to be interested in right. because it wants to be a good service. It discovers that these racist people like these racist things or like these, yeah. these, these certain groups of people like these certain things. So they, they start advertising like, Oh, you like this group. You might like this one. And it goes deeper and deeper down into these weird little echo chambers where it kind of festers. Mm-hmm. And so that just naturally happens because that's what people do. That's what we do. But then yeah. Facebook sees it and they have the, the choice. Mm. Do we let this happen? Do we facilitate this or do we turn it off? But, and they didn't turn it off. I just, yeah. they, they, they used it to, benefit themselves and make money i i i mean this is my own personal experience so i don't say this with any sort of i say it with a grain of salt right because i 
am my own person. I can't apply this to a grand population, right? Mm-hmm. Like I watch Million Dollar Extreme. We we discussed this, and that's like yeah. you know the creators were um, they are alt right people now, yeah. and like I'm not an alt right person, but like I didn't become alt right because of all the YouTube suggestions were kind of trying to push me in that direction. Mm. But I was like, I, I, I can see it. Like I understand like what this video is about and I'm not going to dive deeper in it. Right. See, so just, like, where does the responsibility lie? Yeah. And like so many people don't have that. Filter, I, I'd say that self you know awareness. I mean? yeah. It's like you're, you're, I mean, it, I mean, YouTube is a whole nother can yeah. But it's like the same, the same asshole worms, like the same algorithms, pretty much just machine learning to like fester to your own. Yeah, because I watched one Star Wars video. Now it's a cesspool on my fucking Mm -hmm. YouTube account now, Um, because it's just like, oh, you watch that, you want to see more of this, and it's like, I, Mm. I, I think I don't know on a on a bigger scale what I like on the in the macro the thing that's been craziest to me to see is all these social networks start popping up to connect people, right? right? To bring people closer together, to hopefully let people learn about other cultures, about other people. But instead, like the opposite happened and it allowed people to, I shouldn't say allowed cause people have been doing it for millennia. Yeah. yeah. Um, but people did the same things that they always do and they group up and they turn on other people and, that stuff is taken advantage of by foreign agents. And I mean, that's a whole nother fucking thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it's like a, you know, like humans are just, you know, kind of garbage. So (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's it's the theme, man. It's more of a story. Yeah. I just, I, I don't know because you, you, you have to balance the two, you know, the, the responsibility of the state versus the responsibility of like the individual, you know? Yeah. And where does that line? I mean, that's politics ad infinitum, right? Like you don't know where to draw that line between the two. I I guess, I guess my thing is I I take a harsher stance against the tech companies personally, Mm -hmm. just because like they're not, they're not the government. So they don't have to, they can make up, they can make the rules. Like they can instruct, uh, or they can they can enforce stricter no, laws yeah. against accounts like that, or accounts that promote ideologies that promote violence against uh, uh, you know Muslims or something yeah. like that. Like yeah. they, I, I just think there can be more control there, but they're not because it helps their bottom line mm. to keep those people happy. You know, yeah. And I think for now, I think for now, I think it might change. But for now, they're they're letting it happen because they are still aggregating power. And if mm. if Zuckerberg can do this thing to get a certain ideology in power and those people in service to him, and he can keep selling that to them, then he's going to do that. Yeah. Uh, and then eventually it becomes more altruistic, where it's like, okay, if I do this, society's going to crumble. I'm not going to have anything to well, make money cr- off. Of. The crazy thing is, man, like that so, power yeah. grab has already happened. Like, imagine the thinking of a lot of the higher ups at Facebook in the lead up to the 2016 election, Mm. how like insane that must've been to just see which movements were gaining traction. Like, can you imagine the the Mm -hmm. data on all that shit? It like, none of that's going to see the light of day, but I guarantee that'd be fascinating to see all that shit. 
and I don't know. It's like that. That's that seems like it's already come and gone, man. Because like th- that side one do. I mean, uh, so many intelligence agencies have already figured out, like in large part because of a Facebook, like quote unquote fake mm-hmm. news, to use a term coined by that side. Uh, mm-hmm. Like straight up lies in in the on the social networks, you know. Yeah. Um, God, do you remember when Zuck was going to run for president? Yeah, that was when people I, thought yeah. that was going to. And then the <laughs> oh and then the Supreme Court shit happened, and there was like, oh, he's fucking done. He's yeah. not going to run for president now. <laughs> he's not. He's never fucking going. to And run how now. awkward he is when he's like in that disaster zone in the Caribbean. Remember when oh, he was yeah. like, oh, God. When he was, showing off his yeah. new VR thing, you can see the total disaster of of uh, uh, of Haiti. New face Over filters on Instagram <laughs> today. <laughs> like, new like face those. filters on Instagram today. God, dude, what's up, guys? Yeah, God. that's what I'm saying, man. And at he, least one that? sequel where he's like at a barbecue and he's like answering questions, like doing his stream, and yeah. He's, he He's looks li- so like Jesse Eisenberg yeah. looks so much more human than, than that's Zuckerberg. what's so hilarious Zuckerberg about that. Yeah. Constantly looks like he's staring mm. into like the abyss, like the abyss. Like yeah. he's he's looking past <laughs> all of humanity. Like he's just staring off into how much darkness. of that do you think is kind of a reaction to the environment, the people that he's around? Like a lot of the stuff that Sean mm. Par- Parker character tells him is like super paranoid, like. People are going to be following you. They're going to be yeah. paying these people to dig up dirt, and you're not going to be able to trust anyone. For sure. And so is he always just – he's always got this guard up, and he can't like, – what's it like Probably, to be Mark's well, – Yeah, to be I mean, like the, one yeah. of the – yeah, one of the richest people on the planet. Well, the higher you up, you are in power, the bigger the target is on your head, you know. Yeah. And Zuckerberg is way up, way up there. So, but then like Bill Gates just makes all these guys look bad. Mm. It's like like he's he's like coming out and being like, yeah, I'm gonna donate like almost every cent I have. Yeah. Like, well, that's what he, on. yeah, because he just does that. So everyone's like cool with him. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then like he he like promotes and like supports and funds a lot of uh, different mm. movements and stuff like that. Mm. But um, I don't know. He just, yeah, he makes all these tech guys kind of. I did, it just feels Gates. like there's a lot more humanity there than uh, right. at Michael Soft Brill Gates. <laughs> Michael Soft, <laughs> Soft Michael. <laughs> that was a Steve Brule. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, it was Michael That's Soft. Right. That's why yeah. it sounded familiar. Oh, I have a Michael Soft. <laughs> um, oh, uh, I wanted to bring up um, Oscar stuff a mm. little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this was like. By far the one – I just want to say I, – I, I was going to say this at the beginning. This, I think, is one of the best movies of, like, the 21st century so far, honestly. Mm. It's it's Zodiac's my favorite of his, but this is, like, a close second, I think, mm. is what I'm realizing in, like, rewatching these movies. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture. It lost to The King's Speech. Oh, garbage. And, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the king, and, I'm, and the I'm king's the, speech somehow always comes back to her podcast. <laughs> yeah, we really, oddly enough, really talk well, about the king's I, speech a lot. The king's speech is just my go-to for like that, like a fine, it's a fine, a fine movie. movie that yeah. like the it's so it's like the it's like the ultimate like Oscar Beatty movie. Mm. It's like. Yeah. Look at this! Look at this guy. He 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 can't talk good, and, <laughs> and, but he's the king, and he has to talk good. 
So we're going to follow his dramatic yeah, story. Let's, let's to, follow uh, him while he... Uh, even though he's, like, one of the richest, like, people on Earth <laughs> and, like, has no issue with, like... Like, who cares? Speech, huh? Yeah. Colin Firth was really good because Colin Firth is always good. This movie was really good. I mean, I could see how it can appeal to anyone, but it's... I don't know. What a, what a broad statement to say it's one of the best movies of the 21st century. Yeah, I, w- I want you to explain on explain that, actually. Because um, I, 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 I love just this movie. That, I just don't know if I can say that. Yeah. Well, well, okay. A, th- a thing for me, I, I know a big thing for, for at least for Adam is that mm-hmm. like the repeat viewings and like really right. cracking into a movie is a really important thing for mm-hmm. you. Um, and like for me, I, I don't really, I don't really need that personally, but, um, I, I just think this movie is so tightly directed and written. It's incredibly timely. It like, mm-hmm. uh, is about one of the most important, the development and creation of like one of the most important right. tools of modern society. And it, it's, it's like a fight club thing too. Like I said at the beginning, it's like time only, allows you to like view it in different ways yeah no i mean mean? it's a very very well done movie it's just there's i don't know there's something about it i don't think there's anything i don't think there are any like there's not a bad moment in this movie i don't know yeah no yeah you're totally right about that like how long is this movie how long two hours man on the dot it 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 flies by it's so entertaining Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah for sure it's like it's entertaining um but like you're only seeing what you need to see it's uh, like incredibly efficient. A mm. lot of that's like you know a Sorkin thing, um, but I, I don't know. It's, and that probably comes down to like a. a, a that's like, why. That's why I'm like curious on why you think it's one of the best because it's like it's almost too clean. You know what I mean? Justin Timberlake yeah. is the uh, the worst part of this movie. <laughs> I, I don't. Yeah, I don't have any faults with him. Mm. I don't know, man. I it, it's yeah, pr- yeah. it probably just goes back down to a uh, just how you. F- how you feel about yeah, it. Yeah, like like we talked about on the uh the old Tarantino PTA season. Um I, I think expectations play a role too, because mm-hmm. I remember I saw this with Ben, uh Brendan, um, and I didn't have any expectations for it because to me it was I liked Fincher at that point. Um he had previously done Benjamin Button, which I didn't mm-hmm. love, and this was like the Facebook movie. Right. And I was like, and I, I even Drop remember the the <laughs> it was Facebook movie. Um, and, and I remember when they announced it and I was like, that sounds, I don't fucking care about mm-hmm. that. Like I couldn't care less. Like you think Facebook. They, you think they called it the social network as sort of a, like a snide like thing against. Well, like, I mean, calling it social network would be weird. I think yeah. <laughs> cause well, it's, it's, it's the social network. It's like, it's Facebook. Yeah. But no, I just think it's, Oh, know. but they didn't drop the, the, yeah, they didn't drop the, the, yeah. It's social. Hey, hey Aaron, Drop the the cleaner. <laughs> so um, Brent on um, on Letterboxd, yeah, put four and a half stars for the Social Network. Mm. That's interesting. Why would you put uh, it as four and a half? Okay, mm-hmm. all right, we're gonna like break open my fucking. <laughs> it's also a slight thing. plug for our Letterbox profile. <laughs> yeah, good. Just go follow us on Letterboxd. Yeah. Um, you can what change I did it. Bring up, you can change the rating. So no, honestly, <laughs> I I feel like I I gave it four and a half before I rewatched it for this. Okay, and I knew it was a movie I loved, but mm. last night like really doubled down on like how much I love this movie. Mm. Um, but 2011 Oscars, I wanted to just bring up what other movies were nominated. Holy shit, man! Fauna's Fauna's going insane. Being fucking batshit tonight. Okay, 127 hours. Good movie. You guys mm-hmm. seen it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Danny Boyle. Um, 
arm severing um, yeah. movie uh, with Mr. Me Too himself. Um, <laughs> True Grit. That's cool that it got nominated. Yeah. I didn't know it got nominated. Uh, Social Network. The Fighter. It's a good movie. Yeah. Winter's Bone. I can't believe Winter's Bone was nominated. I don't even know what that is. It's, Winter's uh, Bone's pretty good. Yeah, it's uh, Jennifer cool. Lawrence's like first her debut. Her like, oh, wow. debut movie. Mm-hmm. She um, was, uh, she was, that was before when she was super ironic and cool. <laughs> yeah, when she would yeah. like trip at the Oscars and people would be like, did you see that Jennifer Lawrence? Did you see how charming oh, she was? Is a char- Look at that. And she doesn't give a and shit. And now it's like, Jennifer Lawrence, yeah, she's charming. Yeah. Eye roll. Um, <laughs> Inception, wow. a movie that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, you've definitely recorded that episode already. Yeah. Uh, Black Swan, a movie that I would probably... Black Swan is very I good. I love Black Swan. Yeah. Black Swan is pretty good, yeah. Uh, the Kids Are All Right, really good movie. Toy Story 3. It's crazy Toy Story 3 got nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, that that is... like, has barely mm. ever happened, an animated movie. Uh, and King's Speech. Clearly the best movie of the bunch. King's so, Speech. We're going to yeah. do studies on King's Speech. You know bunch. what? Out of all of those, I think Black Swan is the one that I enjoy the most. Mm. And I think it's Not because... Inception? Well, okay, so here's Not what I was going to say. Brian? That we've um, talked about like, <laughs> We talked already. about last week, for sure, <laughs> yeah. with my wife. C- comparing Black Swan to this movie, and why I would argue that one's better than the other... This movie says a lot about Zuckerberg, and I think you can watch it and like get a better understanding of that kind of person. But Black Swan, just I can like look into it and learn about myself somehow. You know, I kind of agree with that too. And I already <laughs> said the thing about <laughs> Network, but Black Swan is a movie I really, really love, and um, is yeah, that movie fucking owns. If that one best, that's weird. It got nominated because right? that's a weird movie. It's a weird movie, but uh, it got Natalie or Oscar, I think. Yeah. Did it? Yeah, yeah, she won an Academy Award mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Because all those uh, judges were like, you see that? Can like, I take cool a break? Can I use the restroom? We can, oh, yeah, we can dude, take yeah, a okay, for sure. okay. We'll take a a quick break. We'll, we'll be later. right back. Baby, you're a rich man. Baby, you're a rich man too. Welcome back to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to sing that song because I yeah. like it so. I don't much. know what song is that. It's the, the ending song, song yeah. of the Social Network. Oh, that's the Beatles, right? Yeah. Okay, it's like a lesser known. Beatles. Oh, can I throw something back real quick? Okay, Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Owns I rewatched the Prestige, and like the the credit song on that movie was crazy. Was you know, it, oh yeah, I don't uh, know what it was. It's a, a Radiohead song. Yeah, it's Radiohead. Yeah, it was Radiohead. So what is? How this? did we not talk? We didn't talk we didn't about, about that, on about our that at all. <laughs> we talked for two and a half hours and didn't talk about how weird. Dude, it is. Radiohead always sticks their sticks their heads in like the weirdest places in film. Yeah, oh, like yeah, Suspiria. Yeah, has, that was so yeah. weird. I mean, I kind of loved it in a weird mm-hmm. way, but it was just kind of like, oh, what well, was Tom York doing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did the, the score yeah. for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, fucking, well, Johnny Greenwood is like maybe my favorite composer now. Mm-hmm. Like he does all of PTA's stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he, yeah. Did, he did the score for, have you seen You Were Never Really Here? It's pretty great. Yeah, that great. score is real good. It's like a real like thumping like mm. te- like uh yeah, like uh it's like a drive at score. Yeah. Huh? Is that an Amazon movie? Is that one it of those? Is. Dude, yeah, it you is. should check it out. That, it's that movie's great. Pretty, yeah, it's it's really good. It's interesting. It's really um so, speaking yeah. of scores, Trent Reznor. Trent <laughs> fucking Reznor. Ross, man. Yeah. This I think when I, when we talk about like or when I talk about like seeing this movie for the first time and how much it like blew the roof. I didn't, I like didn't even get to this point. This, I like mm-hmm. built up this point for 10 minutes and then just like dropped it. But, um, 
this movie like really blew the roof off my expectations. Like I wasn't expecting anything. And I think like I was saying that that plays into why I really like this movie Mm -hmm. so much is because I didn't expect anything from it. I hadn't heard any buzz at all. It's one of the rare movies that like, I didn't really hear anything about it. And that was one of the big things too, is like from the get go, you hear like the, and it's just like, Oh, this is so cool. And you find out and it's that so it's so simple like, but effective. Like yeah. I don't know what yeah. about it is so it's good. It's so minimal, man. Yeah. And um, I'm not like. Are you guys Nine Inch Nails people? Not so much, dude. No. But middle school Jinko's nin shirts, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah! I feel That's like the new pole is if I had an older kid. relative yeah. who had taken me to a Nine Inch Nails concert, I probably would be because I feel like they yeah. put on some kick ass shows. This, but. this is the second time we've talked Nine Inch Nails this season, maybe. Have we talked them this season or was it a previous one? Because I remember I mean, saying we talked about Nine Inch Nails previously for sure. I remember saying a similar mm-hmm. uh, yeah. thing. Like I well, feel like that's a band yeah. I should have gotten into, yeah. but Same. I just like missed it. Like and I missed it too. Like I knew like slightly of Nin, but yeah. uh, I just never like. Really. Yeah, and then I think it became maybe a thing of like there were people I didn't like. That were yeah, into Nine Inch Nails. That's, and the yeah, thing that's is, what happened. It, yeah, yeah, and if you're into Nine Inch Nails, you're fucking into Nine Inch yeah. Nails. Like, like Nin fans are like hardcore yeah. fans. And I think maybe that turned me off. I was like, I don't want to listen to that uh, fucking mm. whatever. Nine yeah. yeah, because like they were yeah. a bully to you or something. Going like, back into their little yeah. groups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah going back to the yeah. tribalism. The tribalism. Brent was a little F word. That's what they would say to you all the time. You're a little F word. And you're like, I don't want to listen to Niner Stales. That guy calls me an you F word. what's so funny is that I literally, yeah, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a pivotal moment in my life. <laughs> Is when I did get called that word because yeah. at the time I was listening to hand me down CDs from my sister, oh, and that no. that uh, was made up of uh, our boy Sean Parker himself and uh, Sync was on there. Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, even I was into Britney. Mm. Uh, Brit- Britney's back, bitch, or whatever. <laughs> is, I forgot, uh, but no. Um, and yeah, this this guy Skyler called me that word and then was like, listen to this. And then he handed me Metallica's black album. No and it was shit. like a spiritual awakening for me. Nice. Like no, when I mean like, like a that, puberty thing. Yeah. Thing. Well, yeah, exactly. It was sexual too. Um, <laughs> I popped that in my CD player, put the headphones on my head and was just like pacing around the fucking like cul-de-sac. Yeah. yeah. Like nonstop for like an hour listening to fucking the black album. And you had nice. no idea like what you were experiencing. No, yeah, it was like I was like I didn't know music could sound like this. This is incredible. Yeah, that's so fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and, for me, yeah. dude, mine was uh, Francis the Mute. Mars Volta. Oh, that, I was like yeah, hanging sense. out with some dudes at lunch. Like we got to go to Target. This Francis Mute just came out. And I like went with them and like who, they put who, it in. Who was the one who wanted to get it? A couple of guys I just knew from oh, school. Okay. Yeah, um, and they like it was like lunch. We went and did that, and then I listened to that and thought, oh holy shit, dude. Yeah. It's imagine. not just 99.5 Kiss. There's other stuff out there. Like, I had only been exposed to, like, radio music. Yeah, for and sure. And then this comes on. It's like, I, I feel like Led Zeppelin was like that to me, too. Hmm. Um, I think I heard Led Zeppelin even before Metallica. And, like, I heard Stairway to Heaven on the radio going to... I, like, know where we... We're going paintballing. Nice. Like, I have the specific memory hearing that song. And I was like, what is this? And his dad was like, oh, this is Led Zeppelin. You've never heard this song? Oh, is, is it an immigrant song? He goes, he goes over there. Is this is a Thor song? Da, 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 da. <laughs> what about you, Adam? I guess we're talking about uh, yeah, fucking like spiritual awakening yeah. music. Man, we already talked about this, man. 
We were on Matrix. <laughs> no, we talked about this. I forgot. What I Matrix Reloaded. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Matrix Reloaded album CD. That's the only one thing I had oh, on my yeah. CD. That Dave player. Matthews, that DMB. Is that what you're talking about? When y'all were talking about. Lincoln Park is POD, really what it was, though. Yeah. That POD yeah, sing along fucking cracked <laughs> me up. Dude, I was just at yeah. work. Thinking about how alive I felt. Oh man! So alive. You're talking about uh. <laughs> Look, the funny thing is, is that I have no idea how Dave Matthews like is, and I've I just never ever heard Dave Matthews. I have, but like oh, okay. I've erased it from my like mind. Like I, don't, I can't love you, and I just accept. <laughs> I accept your impression as like what Dave Matthews I think I've heard is. Dave Matthews pretty twice. spot on. Yeah, I, I think that's close. I'm not really sure because uh, it sounds like Marvin Marvin uh, Gay a little bit, and then sounds like, like the Bee Gees. Right? Well, yeah, he has kind of a bluesy, I yeah. think, voice, right? Um, I don't know. <laughs> no, that that's that's more. Yeah, that's more like Bee Gees or something. Yeah, it's like the Bee Gees. I'm gonna stop before I ruin. It. I, I gotta keep this pure. Uh, but yeah, I I listened to Lincoln Park mainly. That was that was my yeah. sort of like. Oh, you can have rap and rock. Mm. Oh, yeah, dude, you got the like. Yeah. The fucking, and uh, you had the electronic because I was more into like electronic stuff. But that's why I was oh, like, okay. why was I into Nine Inch Nails? It was because yeah. the people who were into it were assholes to me. Yeah, that's why. for sure. Yeah. And like the pe- you know what it was? It's like it's like my sister's generation was into mm-hmm. Nine Inch Nails. Like like she was into that really kind of like gothy uh, industrial. It it's like an industrial right? yeah. sound. Yeah. What, what were we saying? It's it's like when like, electronic metal or something is that like i think i think it's just like industrial rock i don't know like industrial because i remember they were supposed to be like the four like they were i wish eric was here he'd probably know all about this yeah what is that band where it's like oh you push it what is that band oh that was maybe my least favorite band on earth um they had one song. St- Static X. Static X. Like I, Static I, oh, X. my God. Static X with a passion. Dude, man. when I worked at the On, movie theater. Uh, Kevin, whatever. What's his name? Levels? I don't know. What is he? Adam Sandler's yeah. friend, Kevin. Is he really? Oh. Oh. Kevin Feige. James. On a Kevin James level, I hate Static X. That's <laughs> so, all I'm saying. So, what are you saying, Brian? <laughs> I worked at this movie theater, and one of the managers was asking me what my favorite band was. I was just telling him about it. I was like, what's your favorite band? He said Static X. And I laughed at him because I thought he was joking. I was like, "There's oh, no way." No. I was like, "A funny joke." Yeah, what's your what's really what's your favorite band? Oh no! And uh, I don't think uh, I don't think I ever recovered from that. Oh, dude, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yikes, man. Well, I feel like, like Static oh, X had like a short lived like span. Like, oh, it's something. It's like I don't even know the lyrics he's saying, but push it. I think the song is called "Push It," and you can push it, push it, a CD of like eight remixes of that song. I would rather have my <laughs> face torn off of my head than to listen to one of the tracks on that album. Really? I hate Static X so did, much. I cannot tell you guys how much I hate Static X. Well, I just did. What did he um, do to you? Well, what did Static X do to you? He he was one of the Nine Inch Nails guys mm. in high school who I, I hated and he made fun of me. He called me the F word and gave mm-hmm. me the Metallica CD. He called you the F word he, he, did he make you listen to Static X? Did he like Static X? Yeah. <laughs> he liked Static X? No, no, I don't know. No, that guy, his name was Skyler. Him and I rode our Skyler. bikes to oh, and from school. Like a name. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, and like I, I like got a guitar a month later. That's yeah. how like crucial that moment yeah. was to me. I was like, yeah, this is like uh, you had eye-opening. you had to learn music because this music was so amazing. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I want to do this. This mm-hmm. is amazing. Since we're talking about music, um, mm-hmm. can, we, can we talk about how I'm starting weekly playlists on sticker? <laughs> oh my god, no. Okay, Wait, is this is happening. I bet this is going to sound great. Yeah, it's not supposed to sound... I mean, it's already bad, so why not make it sound... Dude, this music video is ridiculous. Oh my <laughs> god, this guy's hair... Okay. I gotta no, stop his it. Hair and his hair is ridiculous. Yeah, bad. <laughs> his <Reason>. hair <laughs> is like 10 feet long yeah. spikes. Um, I was saying to go to go to stickerfridge.com to the playlist section. Yeah. We should all make playlists and put them up there. I wanted, yeah. We're doing weekly playlists. I like have my playlist. I just need to write yeah. it up. Cause, yeah, I was talking to you about it. Your weekly stag playlist. X. Yeah. yeah. My, my, my favorite X tracks. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pop the, the, the X playlist on there. Y'all going to love it. It's going to be sick. Sick. Yeah, so like I want to go. Yeah. I wonder if face, how many Facebook groups were uh, had SAG X fan clubs. They, they had on there. Let, let's, let's all guess <laughs> how many likes Static X has on Facebook. Ooh, that's a good oh one. What, what do you think, Adam? Just to tie the whole 250K. I was in that same ballpark, too. I mean, 250K. Come on, Phil. I'm going to go with 2 million. There's a lot of terrible I think it's going to be real high, too. I'm going to. Okay. I haven't typed in the name yet. I'm going to say... We're talking likes, though, on Facebook. Yeah. Like there, the there's no, yeah, there's no requirement to do anything when you like something. Like, you just click the Musical. like. You see, you like it. That's yeah. it. Um, I'm going to say 4.8 million. Okay. Let's see. Huh. Just popping this in here. Bringing it up. Uh, wait, what did you guys say, Brian? I said 2 million. 250k. Adam, Adam was closest. It's 914,000. Uh, or in other words, 914,000 too many um, <laughs> in my eyes. Kevin James, I just Kevin think James is, is, is a human plague. I think he's I think he's a a, a comedy virus. <laughs> I think that he Okay. Has actively made the world a worse place. And I kind of think the same about Static X. <laughs> Honestly, that's not, I'm laughing, but Kevin, it's not a joke. Kevin James ap- applies to the blue collar working class, but also thinks he's better than them. And that's why I don't mm. like him. You know what I mean? That's a really good point. I yeah. don't know if I've ever even like, yeah, if I've ever worked that out in my head, but that is it. It's yeah. like he's, he's playing to this audience. Mm while also Same, making like, fun of them and yeah. like acting like he is better than them. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. It's kind of an asshole thing. Like think. uh like Paul Blart is kind of like a yeah. perfect example of that. He's like I'm, laughing I'm at them. I'm like all. you. I'm fat. I'm stupid like you. Mm. And you're going to eat this shit up. Yeah, you're going to so love this. You're gonna love, you're, you and your dumb wife on date night. Yeah. You just got done with <laughs> Olive Garden. And, and, the these, and these people who enjoy it don't even understand that that's like what's happening. So what he needs to do to like <laughs> yeah. to redeem himself would be to play himself in a movie where he is an asshole. Like he just needs to like play up mm. the asshole factor. Yeah, that, it would be interesting, dude, to like to punch drunk love him. Yeah, you know what I mean. To like to get a, a like an auteur put him in something and like really the thing is i think adam sandler is immensely far more talented than kevin james well, i was thinking more along the lines range. of like uh, neil patrick harris in the white castle movie where it's like oh it's like an exaggerated version of himself like he's playing kevin right james. i see what you're oh saying. okay yeah. i could maybe see that i still wouldn't like him but i'd be I like okay he's like 
he has self awareness. Leaning into you know, it. Leaning mm-hmm. into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just seems like a guy that kind of lacks that self awareness a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. We've talked a lot yeah. about Static X yeah. and uh, fucking <laughs> Kevin James and all the things I hate in this world. Yeah. What else do you hate, Brent? Um. <laughs> Oh man! Now there's a religion that I'm not too fond of. Let's, uh, let's crack that open. No, it's, it's Scientology. Well, mm. that's not hard to hate. Oh God! But we we've released it into the the internet, the ink of the internet, and now we will. You know be, how they yeah. say that? I don't. Is that even really true? I feel like there are things you can't even find on the internet anymore. Like, where's this ink at? Like, I feel like you could just unplug the server and it's gone. Like. Well, I, th- I think once something is published, it's like it's it's there. Like, well, what do you like the what are you thinking of? Like, if I were to just delete our website right now, all these podcasts would go away. There's somewhere it would it would um, be stored. I don't know. I don't I'm know. not an internet. I, I, get, I, I guess what like it's. A, I'm not an internet detective. Detective. You blow up my ears by the end of these. I, yeah, this is going to be this whole episode. I'm gonna, well, the thing, is, the trick is, I'm going to play a Static X song over yeah. the entire episode oh, and just man. kind of even out the entire. No, you thing. should do a thing. You'll where you hear start off background. really quiet and then it gets progressively louder throughout the whole episode. Fuck, am I going to? Am I going to end this episode on a Static X song? No. Oh, fuck, God. I'm going to take this out. Um, I, I think what it what it means when it talks about ink is like. Like when you see it, when you see it, you already saw it, and there's you can't take it back. Yeah, it's like when you talk to somebody, like you you can say something fucked up to them and apologize, but you already said it, and you can't take it back, sort of thing. Yeah. But what a pencil insinuates is that you can write something down and then you can erase it. There are whole companies down. that like scrub the internet to like remove pictures of. You know Beyonce and I know because uh, yeah. Christopher Nolan must have scrubbed the internet when uh, <laughs> old, old Matt Nolan got scrubbed. From but the thing is, we are talking about it, so it never Ooh, could yeah. go See, away. Ink, right there. Ink. We are ink. the ink. Brian. We are, we the, are ink. the ink. We are the, we ink. Are the ink. Is oh that a new God. band name? You're like that's that's a, oh that's our fucking catchphrase. We're yeah. the ink. Um, I, I think also uh, when it comes to like companies or yeah. or celebrities, it's like every everything is super permanent for them because mm-hmm. they they can delete something, but it's like it's out there. People have already like copied it or like resubmitted it is a thing that happens a lot now. It's like I, I think the uh, like take the this is random that this is on my mind, but like the Star Wars holiday special, uh, it aired oh, in yeah, nineteen. 19- yeah, yeah. Right. 78 I think uh-huh. and it was a fucking disaster George Lucas had no hand in it he didn't even know really what was going on with it <clears throat> until he watched it and he was like literally while it was still on the air he was calling people he was like driving to the studio to be like what the fuck is this thing yeah. and then he like scrubbed from the surface of the earth like all copies of it but it's on YouTube so it's like it's it's once it's out there, man. It's like and that's pre-internet too, mm-hmm. which is the crazy thing. Do you, do you remember? Did you ever have to write like papers in college where you would go into those weird databases and like access like just academic stuff? stuff? Yeah, yeah. I did do that. Yeah, I would do that a lot. Yeah. Why aren't those just free? Why aren't those just everywhere? Like, what is that? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I I got like certified at UTSA in research, and it's like there's there's a lot of shit that's just like. Uh, beats me man it's like you yeah. you gotta go to call you gotta pay fucking the well, exclusivity thing yeah. man like you gotta pay to well be with a member. um there, there there is a lot on the internet that we don't even know of like it's like uh i think i saw a diagram where 
it's an iceberg, you know? Yeah. The, mm. And I was like, just say it's like an iceberg. Yeah. And what's below the surface is like a lot of like just data, like databases and stuff. Like mm. that's like the, that's the major, that's actually the majority of the internet is just like stupid, like not stupid, just like, just data just about everything. Raw information. Yeah. Raw information yeah. about, I don't know, like people, places, things. Yeah. That takes out the majority of like the yeah, and then oh, it's so yeah. funny because we get we get a like a window into all of that mm. information via like Wikipedia, right. and it's like like somebody uh, did you guys hear about that one that guy one guy who wrote most of Wikipedia? Yeah, who's like written most of Wikipedia really? now. It's mm. crazy, man, and uh, yeah, like something like sixty or yeah, like a crazy amount of crazy shit. Amount of, yeah, mm. uh, because like he he and he has a job too, but he like takes it upon himself as like a duty to like that's pretty cool to like write up about this one lake in Iceland. Like he, mm. it's so cool. Like it's like I really appreciate. You know, it would be kind of a cool hobby to just like write about random shit on Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean that that I, I was watching yeah. an interview with him. Um, I forgot where, but he was talking about his process and how. He uh, that's the majority of what he does is sort through all of just the shit that's out there mm. to find like, OK, what is sourced? What is accurate? What is even yeah. important? Because in a way, he's a historian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's sitting here and like it's cool because he really views it as a very important thing. And like he wants to be like just. In yeah. Wikipedia is like, the first thing like aliens will look at when they <laughs> come and visit us. Right. I mean, like, um, yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. get an understanding. Right. Right. Makes sense. Have you all um, we talked a lot about Ready Player One. <laughs> there is a, there's a better book that captures a lot of the same stuff. Snow oh, crash. you told Snow me crash? about this. Yeah. yeah. Snow crash. And what are the one of the jobs in Snow Crash is a guy who basically uploads something. And then, like, you upload it into, like, the source, and then, like, if people access your video of this car crash or your video of this lake, then you get paid for it. And it's just, like, a kind of a fascinating yeah. look into the future, like, what's possible. Like, maybe maybe your knowledge really is going to be worth it sometime, and you write a Wikipedia article, and if someone accesses it, you mm-hmm. get a third of a cent. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. The, the, that's like, kind of the tragedy of this guy is that right? he gets zero like sent like no yeah, money nothing. for it. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of crazy that like, he still just keeps fucking writing shit. Well, up. you know, it's some things are worth more than money, you know? Yeah. Cause he gets personal satisfaction from it. It's like how we're doing this podcast and we don't get any yeah, money yeah, exactly. at all. Not a, not a single dime. Just to let you know, listeners, we don't get any money. So, you know, maybe if you, you check out our Patreon, which we haven't even touched. <laughs> <laughs> or, yeah, Buy some Patreon. t-shirts that we haven't yeah. made yet. Just go to the website. There I mean, we should make some t-shirts for Director Showdown, honestly. Uh, just detective? Just <laughs> detective. detective shirts? I don't yeah. know. If you have any ideas, tweet them at us, email them at us. That'd be a cool shirt. Just detective with an exclamation mark. <laughs> that would be fun. That'd, That'd be, be kind fun. of a fun Get shirt. Andrew yeah. to Get do Kevin it. Kevin Spacey's like this. Uh. <laughs> Oh god. That's kind of the dark. Yeah. Uh now we can't do detective. You know what's a bummer is that fucking Spacey is a producer on this movie. Really? Spa- I saw Spacey that. produces I saw uh that. um f- produced I think a lot of Fincher stuff. Like mm. him and uh him and Fincher kind of were pretty close and he got House right. of Cards from it and all that stuff. I don't know if it's a bummer, it's just like yeah, you know, I mean, it's just I mean, I don't think David Fincher like knew. <laughs> I hope yeah. he didn't. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know, that's one thing about uh, Brad Pitt that I I'm really happy that Brad Pitt hasn't been Me Too yet. Yeah, like, well, like he Brad has Pitt's... like an anti Me Too story, right? Like where? Yeah, he was defending Gwyneth Paltrow. 
He like threatened to beat the shit out of Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein like yeah. back yeah. in the day, like Shakespeare yeah. love days. Hell yeah. So Hell yeah. I'm, gl- yeah, so I'm glad. So you should feel Him bad about how you feel about Brad Pitt, Brent. <laughs> yeah, he's allowed to do he's some other accents, man. <laughs> you like Kevin Spacey's acting, uh, and you don't like Kevin. Kevin Spacey's southern accent is so much better than Brad oh, Pitt's, dude. man. But his, so he's like better. a smooth. But his morality judge. isn't as good. <laughs> well, I do, I love me some Brad Pitt, man. Brad Pitt is a great <laughs> actor. Yeah. How does his accent work? I mean, let's 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 check it at the door, Brad. <laughs> let's, let's try some other. Uh, we talked other about before. See, snatched, snatch. You ever seen snatch? Yeah, no, I, I have. It's been a long time, but I should watch it been again. A long and just time. Like, appreciate because his accent work is nuts in that movie. Yeah. But there's just something that's like so. I don't know. We should do a Guy Ritchie over... season, by the way. Huh? We should do a Guy Ritchie season, by the way. That could be fun. Yeah, I'd like to see mm. you guys do an Adam McKay season. Oh, I think he's yeah. a fascinating we guy. We did talk about... Because uh, I watched Vice. I Vice, Vice in this movie, yeah. I think, had a lot of parallels in terms of like power grabs. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see that. Both yeah. Did you like Vice? I kind of was fascinated by it. It's interesting, but it, yeah. I don't think it's good. I think it's a, kind of a mess. Christian mm. Bale is really good in it, though. It's innovative. Yeah. But it has, I've never seen anything like it, really. You know they cut a musical number from it? Really? They had a musical number. And it's bad, so I'm like glad they cut it because it was yeah. really rough. But um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Social network, social network, guys. Social social network. It's what we've been talking about consistently <laughs> yeah. for the past two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's been two hours. Um, uh, almost two hours. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, isn't it weird how that Facebook has changed from like how we used to use it and how we use it now? I don't use it at all. Like Adam, Adam, yeah. I, Luckily, I, your account's still active, so I was able to go check your birthday. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah. it's one of two days. See, I, I, I kind of did like deactivate it. People's birthdays are. That's all it's for. I didn't like, want anyone to think it was like... Events. Like, I killed myself or something, so that's why I didn't like deactivate it. <laughs> if somebody, like... Yeah, if somebody messages me, like, tomorrow, like, yeah. hey, uh, is what's up with Adam? He hasn't yeah, deactivated. Yeah. Oh, he, oh, he killed himself six months ago. <laughs> Like, 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 it's just like, that's how dependent people yeah. are on Facebook that they yeah. don't even know what happens. It's also time. sort of just like a history, like thing. Like mm-hmm. I have photos on there and I, mm-hmm. yeah. I'd rather not like, I, I go back through a lot and I deleted some of mine. I was like, yeah. look, this photo, dude, what was I, I, I still, I, yeah, I still have pictures of like me and exes and it's weird. I, it's like, yeah. I was like, Oh, why is that still on there? It's like from way yeah, back. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's going to be a struggle for millennials now is like how you deal with those like awkward like stuff. You know, then. that's actually yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up. What an interesting thing. I read an article about this the other day um, that I've kind of been thinking about being a dad now is how there are kids mm-hmm. who at this point are old enough where they have been able to see that their entire life has already been uploaded. Yeah. And they're like, what do you, why did you do that? Like, why did you see, film and like yeah. take pictures of me my whole life yeah. and upload them? And it's like, as a dad, I'm like, I'm thinking now I'm like, fuck, should I like stop like posting as many photos or like you should, and you videos? should honestly like think yeah. about, I really am, doing. dude. It's yeah. like it's like weighing on me now because mm-hmm. it, it it does seem like it's becoming yeah. a thing. I think like I I really kind of disagree with how a lot of like parents are like mm-hmm. kind there, of there exploiting. Are other ways to share that because what you're doing is you're sharing yeah. with your your friends and your family. This is, this is your life and you want to share it. Yeah, but he doesn't really have the ability to give any consent. He has no yet. consent to it, for yeah. sure. So you can do yeah, you yeah. can still do that, but mm-hmm. I think there's a way to do it in a, a less public format. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you... Well, what our parents had is that they took pictures all the time, but People they had a come photo over, album. Yeah, they have a photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there was that consent of yeah. I'm letting you in my house. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. close enough to our family to. See and it's photos. it's self contained. Like if if I grew up and it's like oh I know that this is just one area where this is exposed. To. It's just a photo album. Like. It's not like there's millions of yeah. copies of this like photo but even album. Then, as soon as you take a picture, yeah. dude, it's in the cloud. Like it's out there. Yeah, like, it's already that's done. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, but it is interesting because I'm thinking now, like, if I, yeah, like when I turned nine or ten, and it would have to be, it would have to be a literal event, like an occasion of yeah. my mm-hmm. parents sit me down and say, like. Oh yeah, like or like or you find out like oh yeah, I've uploaded pictures of you. Like these are pictures of you growing up. Here's you when you were a day old. Mm. Here's you when you were first walking. When you were doing this dumb thing. Obviously, I'm not going to show him that picture I sent you guys today. I'll show you, Brian. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm a terrible person for even just saying that just now. Mm. But uh, it's like it, it is really yeah. I mean, it makes you think because oh. it's like. You, <laughs> oh, my son is gonna fucking kill me in my sleep. Um, I just realized how problematic that picture is. I know we won't say it what it is on the podcast, it's a toy. Uh, anyway, but I mean, um, yeah, yeah, stuff like that would also like give pause. To, I like, would a future never route. post that anywhere. It's like it's yeah. like I have that disc, but I still post a lot of pictures of him and stuff. And it's like I think I'm really gonna start. I don't know weighing that because if like i was getting well, to whenever i like i try even with my own life like i mean i do post like i don't know maybe like two three times a month but like i try to keep it to where they are like important interesting like events you know if i'm like traveling or something not like yeah. not like oh i like went to have dinner at this restaurant. Yeah. I feel like you're, I don't know. you're definitely, I feel like you're definitely an outlier, man. Yeah. And like, that's not, yeah. that's not like good or bad. It's just like, it's really interesting to me, like the way you are with social media, mm. you know, because like, so, like everybody else is like pictures all the time. Twitter. I mean, Twitter's huge. I yeah. Mean, well, right there, it's just cause people are starting to understand how popularity works now and you have to be engaged with your audience and they have to keep liking your things. Mm-hmm. So you need to be posting consistently to attract them so that they actually see it. Well, and it's like you want to, it's like you don't want people to forget you exist yeah. is like the thing that is like a, a deep, yeah, like a deep thing that people have now. A lot yeah. of people have, you know, and it's like, uh, but yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I wish idea. I was more like you, honestly, like the way you are with social media. I just media, don't I give a really shit smart. enough. I don't yeah. know. You know. It's just like your life is your life, not how people yeah, um, really interpret it. You don't really care about those other people's pictures either. Like, yeah, you just, yeah, you just kind of give it's a little. It's not your Ikea furniture yeah, or yeah. Your, uh, your TV. It's just, your I mean, it's just like the movie, or, The Social Network, honestly. It's like... yeah. Yeah, you're still he always was so, want that one girl to be your friend. Yeah, he was thinking, like, he just wanted Rudy Mara to, like, the use school or something, mm-hmm. you know, like, at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't about, like, you know, how how much he cared about, like, the coding or, like, all that shit. It was just trying to be cool, and that was his own self-destruction, Yeah, For sure. Yeah, and I, I love... Um, I guess we'll talk about the movie again. Um, it's like, I, lo- I really do love how it opens with her and like ends with her. It's like, it's bookmarked mm-hmm. yeah. in a really beautiful way because it's like, he 
they, they get defriended at the beginning, but right. it's in real life. You know, it's like mm. they break up, and then at the end, he's like, "There's that moment of like, I just want to." Is it kind of hilarious someone. that she's on Facebook though? Like, because yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I was like, "Whoa, this guy! You hate this guy, and he became one of the biggest like like people in the world." Yeah, and everyone's on the platform he has and then you you have to conform and like yeah it's kind of a you're, weird you're in i want to see her her story there's her, something like, I, I can't quite remember what what it was but he had said something to her in that scene where she got offended mm-hmm. and she like taught him some lesson and then when he was like being deposed later he like t- took what she said and said it back to someone else Ooh, interesting you remember what that is uh, what she projection? I don't know. It was just like so interesting to see that every interaction this guy had, he's like, he's learning, he's taking it, and he's trying to understand his human yeah. behavior. It's mm. almost like he's an android trying to understand human work. Adapting. The Zuck is adapting. Yeah, where's the Terminator, mm. uh, the Terminator <laughs> vision? We see like dot, 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 recalibrating. Uh, Female entity data. giving me insults. <laughs> input yeah but uh no (laughs) but yeah no uh it is interesting like going back to what you said a bit ago about how facebook has definitely changed the way we use it like i i check in with facebook like i i logged on last night because i hadn't been on and um had like a shit ton of notifications because it was atticus's like birthday Mm -hmm. yesterday so people had uploaded like some pictures and stuff and i like went through them and it's like that's the thing it is now it's like it's all i log in for like events that have happened where like yeah. we were at or, or like to check birthdays or to, it sucks mm. because like my family uses it and that's yeah. like my family's big communication tool. Well, and so I kind of have to keep. That, that, that was kind of the weird, the turning point for me. It used to be like, you'd go to someone's page and write on their wall, their wall, but yeah, now yeah. people only post on their own statuses yeah. and you don't really go to other people's things. Wow. Mm. I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. You're totally right. That was and like, you a could big, see like yeah. fucking flirtate, you know, wall to wall conversations. Yeah. You can see yeah. all the flirtation. Dude. Shit, yeah. There, that was, yeah. Like yeah. years ago. Yeah. When I was like dating other like, people, it's like, home, it would be a big, you'd see like a new was, comment on your wall and it's like, Oh, smartphones what? I think is what changed it. Cause it used to be you're on a computer and you were like, just on it, and you would see who's chatting, who's mm-hmm. like available to chat with, and stuff. Yeah, and then our parents all got on it, and we all yeah, had smartphones, that's I, yeah. and it just like, completely like adapted. Yeah, to it's that. it's not not cool now. Now it's yeah. uh, a, a weird. Like, that's why right Snapchat wing. like kind of uh, <laughs> took off, right? Because well, I, I think Twitter's probably the bigger one. Like Twitter is a behemoth right now. Like Twitter is Twitter's interesting. I think Snapchat is all because of, it's a little bit more private. Well, it's cooler. Yeah. yeah. I just mean like in, in the, like Donald Trump talks to America through his tweets. It's yeah. like Twitter is just like the communication tool yeah. of the world. Now it seems like mm-hmm. oddly enough. And it's a cesspool every fucking day. I don't Dude, recommend it's it. It's so anybody. interesting to see how Twitter is being used now because it is more of, you can see a, a tweet and you could see you could log in and see the replies. You can see people having a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. really fascinating. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it, you see a lot of like the uh the reactionary stuff where people go in and they're like It's so reactionary. Did you see the one about dude. Zillow today? No, no. There was one about Zillow where like people are listing their houses and saying uh predominantly Caucasian neighborhood. And people are like, Oh, this is a problem, Zillow, you need to, you need to fix this. Wait, Zillow said that? No, people were like tweeting at Zillow, like, 
forcing them, like pretending that they're outraged that these people are listing their homes and advertising them as being in a predominantly Caucasian neighborhood as a selling point. And uh, it, but people were doing pe- that on people, people see that. Someone posted that on Twitter and people replied, oh. Zillow, why are you letting people get away with this? This is such an easy fix. Like, I'm outraged. You shouldn't be able to do oh, this. Okay. Mm. And it's just like, is that really Zillow's role? See, like, yeah, yeah, it's like... Oh, it's like, okay, okay, the yeah. person like Facebook, writes yeah. that up. Okay, yeah. I, I, for some reason, I pictured, like, Zillow being like, is it a predominantly black neighborhood? Is it oh, no, like, yeah. no, Zillow's okay. not doing Somebody it. It's people writing it. Yeah, no, people it's, writing their own thing. Yeah. And so it's just so funny mm-hmm. to see, like, these outrage bubbles just happen. Dude. And it's like, God, okay, that might be yeah. a problem, but, it's like... outrage culture. Dude, yeah. well, mm-hmm. Adam, you would... You would dive off a bridge if you were on Twitter. Twitter is a cesspool, man. It Why do you is, think I'm not on it? Yeah, no, you're. I fucking yet again. I like wish I had your Dude, Twitter is wild. Man. Whenever like, um, <laughs> the Christchurch shooting happened, yeah. I was just like scrolling through Twitter. And someone had retweeted this guy's GoPro. It, like, yeah. dude, you know, this God, is this yeah. is how I see it. Do I want to be angry all the time? <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, want. Dude. I don't want to yeah. be. So that's I decided, why I took a break. And you know, now I have like unfollowed a lot of people that were mm-hmm. upsetting me. And like you have to curate it, dude. Yeah. Like you mm-hmm. have to. I don't know. It's like now I'm trying to just keep it like entertainment focused, yeah. like comedians or. But even then, well, they're you, always. You just think huge. about like, yeah, like I don't like Donald Trump, for example, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like I can't do anything about like what he's doing. So why should I? pay attention to it but if i'm gonna have a conversation like a political conversation sure but like i don't know why i would succumb to like constantly like feeding in information from him that like i can't like yeah I do, do anything. I well, about. I haven't followed like him you know, or anybody yeah. like that. Or, well, I, I just use them as an, ex- anymore. an example. I mean, even yeah, using yeah. like like Reddit politics. That's another thing. You know, yeah. I've unscribed a bunch of shit. Now, man, I just you can't. Know? I can't anymore. Yeah. But, oh, dude, <laughs> I don't know. On that on that upbeat note, you guys want to you guys want to wrap up uh, social network? Yeah. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I, I, that's that's a funny little yeah, follow that's... me on Facebook. I guess. Yeah, no. I'll log in once every two weeks. You yeah. know, I just go. To, I want everyone just to go to stickerfridge.com if they could, because we got a lot of fun stuff going on there now. Doing the Dude, weekly the podcast. Yeah, the no hate. That. The co- there's no hate in stickerfridge.com. It's all yeah. a good time. No yeah. one. There's no opinions. It's all fun. It's all good times. There's no bat. No no political opinions. I'll say that. Yeah. yeah. Not so. yet. Not yet. Until <laughs> <laughs> well, we gonna start politicast, yeah. Adam. You're not. <laughs> Dude, don't even. I would. I would. I. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, that'd I would. Be, uh, I would hate myself. That'd yeah. be rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, what else, Brian? What's going on? Um, I mean, that's the big thing. Well, what do you think of social network? Oh yeah. Uh, what did I think about it? Oh, yeah. here I am. Just <laughs> <laughs> plugs. Um, that was good. Yeah, that was good. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's gonna be interesting to see how it goes from here because I think at first I liked the movie because I felt. Like it was representing a generation, and now it just seems like a like a, a stamp of like oh this happened. I can't wait to see how it evolves from here. Mm. But uh, I feel a little bit more removed from it, and the I, I feel like I, I feel like it, w- it was like a five star movie when I saw it, and now it's down. It's down to like a four, mm. but it's still mm-hmm. a great movie. So oh. mm. mm-hmm. yeah, um, I mean yeah, I I I really do love this movie. It's like it's probably my second favorite Fincher. Um, I mean, in, in even just watching it today and reading that wired article, um, which I really recommend if you search like social network wired, it's probably one of the top articles, but, 
Um, it really puts into perspective like this movie's place in history and the fact that like this movie is like a real Rosetta Stone for everything I think that Facebook has come to represent. Um, how hands off they are mostly in in you know not policing but in like curating certain things and just how kind of profit really is the bottom line for them I think um, ultimately and um, I mean the the movie ultimately the the movie is what we're talking about though and I think like Fincher directs the hell out of it it's like the writing is is ninety percent of it really um, but uh, it's got great characters and it's it's a bummer by the end of it because kind of the bad guys win a little bit and then especially in the modern context like we all just know that bad guys keep winning and that's kind of just how the world is now, but it's a fun movie to watch. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it gave us, uh, the army hammer twins. Um, mm-hmm. and so I'll always thank it for that. Um, yeah, this movie, this movie is really good. Um, the, I think I'll just stick to the screenplay. Sorkin is just, a, a he makes a screenplay that's just so tight and, mm-hmm. and, uh, well thought out with clever, clever banter. I mean, Army Hammer's line where he's like, uh, "There's two of us." <laughs> How did it go? I just yeah. love that line where like, he's like, "He's yeah. like, da 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 da," and there's two of us. Yeah. Like, like it's like the the punchline. Yeah, it was just a yeah. such a fun line. Um, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is is really good as autism Zuck. <laughs> um, Android suck. Even though, like, yeah, I can see how, like, it's not the hardest role to um, to, to pull off. Mm. Uh, Army Hammer, obviously, it's, he's uh, he he was so good at being like kind of like the frat bro, but aristocratic frat bro sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you can tell that he he slash they're really yeah. intelligent, even they're very though they're like rowers. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But they have those like hints of like broiness like going on. You know? Let's gut the friggin' nerd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that quote's so weird. It's always so weird every time I see this. You movie. want a sandwich? <laughs> I like their story so much. Yeah. Their story's good. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so much money. Holy fuck, man. Let's see. Uh, as far as the cons- film uh, audience consumer level. I don't know. What was it? Dolphin scale? Is that the no? Uh, the dolphin scale. That's dolphin right. difficulty. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, it's yours. I'm like sitting here, like this is what I think it is on the no. no, no <laughs> um, beginner, intermediate. I'd say in that little like you know, it, it, it's not it's not too bad because like you, you can follow it pretty uh, uh, easily. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say, but there's certain like. Um, payoffs and things that maybe like a film enthusiast would, would, would love to get into and stuff. A lot of jumping around for sure. Yeah. I think that's only a little confusing part about that. I don't think it's much of a detriment to the film though. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, this movie, uh, masterpiece. IDK. Hmm. You're in the IDK. Camp. IDK. I, I, <laughs> I, it's hard for me to say right now. I think it's, an important film. I think it was very impactful when it happened and it still is. Mm. And I think that it deserved that nom probably, but you know, yeah. King speech certainly didn't. Uh, yeah. But I mean, we can't deny 
King's Speech and Get just what it's King. what it's gone on to represent. Yeah, the way that yeah. that movie evolves um, mm. through you know over time, that movie means something a lot different in 2019 than it did yep. in 2010. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Rewatch King's Speech, guys. I wonder if we actually did watch it again and we were we actually to do like, a wow. on King's Speech. You right? know, I've never seen King's Speech. No, you haven't. No, it's so. It's just so. Ugh, like, all right, like <laughs> yeah. this is good. Yeah, it's that, a darkest a, hour. I'm sure. We've, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, that's my uh, my signature like genre typing is just like, <sighs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, and that's the, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The name of the show. It's like that we we use that as a descriptor for like a whole type of movie. Like, yeah, I mean it's yeah, I mean it's a king speech. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a king speech. The bummer about this most recent Oscar season though is even those types of movies were like worse. Well, because than... it's become so politicized. Thanks, Twitter. Uh, anyways, yeah. Social Network, great movie. <laughs> Thanks, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now plugs, Brian. What you got? Um, uh, fuck. Um, yeah. com. Fuck dot com. Um, Backslash sticker fridge. No, I, I really, I really do hope people go to the the website just because we have a lot going on there, and I think that um, if you live in San Antonio, you'll get a lot out of the calendar that we've got going on. Yeah. Events happening around town. Yeah. Um, we're going to start doing a lot more travel writing, um, kind of highlighting different subreddits that people might enjoy. Um, what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to you about that. More of those top five lists. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh, the, week, the weekly recently. playlists. Yeah, Josh had stuff. a good list, man. There were yeah. some on there that I was like, oh, man, yeah. That's, Dude, uh, Delphin that's said list. he wrote one and emailed it to you the day that your son was born. Uh, so maybe a year ago. What? I thought I uploaded his. Have you, maybe? I could have sworn I uploaded Delphin's. Maybe. I don't know. I don't if know. not, then there's another one. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I did. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't think I did. I'm just realizing <laughs> that like, I remember getting it. Oh yeah, that was busy. That was a very busy yeah. It was time. A very busy. Time okay, I'll get, I'll, I'm gonna get his up ASAP. I gotta text um, him. Shit. And uh, I guess yeah, the, the, the Delphin Pod guys. Those guys are great. Um, yeah, man. Go find now. Uh, now they don't think you're so countdown great. Countdown to Infinity, the Endgame season. Yeah, you just ignored his top five. Hey, uh, to stay topical, this. Oh wait, hold on. Let me do the math here. This episode is going to be dropping like right before Infinity War. Oh yeah. Oh Endgame. Oh, I'm sorry. Right after. Oh wait, wait. Endgame, yeah. It, yeah, it's dropping definitely after Infinity War. I think. Sure. I think. <laughs> let's hope so. It's uh, a <laughs> Twilight Zoney. Yeah. Um, I think it's literally going to drop like the the Monday after Endgame comes out. So, oh, shit. hope that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope. <laughs> I hope, uh, <laughs> hope Ant Man really, you know, crawled up there and. Oh man, yeah. Just blew up Thanos' ass. Predictions. Yeah. Y'all got any predictions? Any wild predictions for it? I'm gonna say Cap dies. Tony gets married. That's my mm. uh, big guess. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Mm. They're setting up the marriage thing. Yeah. I think it's gonna, or it's just gonna be really tragic if mm. he dies. I don't know. But uh, Thanos, Thanos realizes that he's wrong. Dude. I think that's the, the real prediction everything. is that the yeah. Hulk is gonna come out and be badass, dude. Dude, the Hulk might be badass in it. Yeah. That's true. It's possible. I hope there's zero fight sequences in it, and it's just them like in a room discussing like the morality you know how, like, of fine. Like, I'd be uh, with that. I yeah. mean, that's, like, why I love those movies is for yeah. the talking scenes. Why you know, do you it's going to be, like, know? 12 Angry Man, but, like, 12 Angry Avengers. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah then, like, <laughs> talking about, like, what <laughs> yeah. to do with Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Hawkeye's haircut, dude. Mm-hmm. Huh? Dude, Hawkeye's haircut. Hawkeye's oh, haircut. dude, yeah. yeah. Hawkeye's got oh, a man. fucking mohawk. What's with those, like, white spacesuit things? Are they going to space? Like, I think... 
We will have known by now. Yeah. But I, I think it is, it's like a dimension hopping time travel thing. Mm. Because I think a lot of that movie, I think they're showing us like 5% of what happens oh, in that yeah. movie. My, my prediction is yeah. that this is going to be, it's going to be two different, they're not going to bring anyone back. But it's going to be two different universes Ooh, so they can continue the yeah. MCU, but like do whatever the fuck they want in either one. So, dude, yeah. honestly, mm. that is a great prediction because I it think makes they the are most sense in a yeah. in a business perspective. Like you can extend the universe ad infinitum because it's like, oh, we're already done with like universe one, which is like Iron Man, right? Like, yeah. That. Well, and that's totally a thing in the comics. It's right. It's the six sixteen universe exactly. in, in Ultimates. Like that's what they've done. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's a pretty so good you, you can still have your Black Panthers. So you can have Spider Man. They're just in the other one. You know, in the other. Uh, yeah, yeah in the other and they're universe. still dead in like the other one, and they're dead on you know. Vice, yeah, they versa. don't exist in the other universe. Right. So then it's like that. And plus, then you don't have to worry about all the other shit where it's like, oh, like, why hasn't Spider Man or Black Panther, like, called the other folks up to help them out with whatever situation yeah, they're, not they're in? Here. Yeah. Yeah, they're literally not. And in, in right. the comics, I'm going to put mm. my little tinfoil nerd hat on right now. In the <laughs> comics, one of the big ways that they connected the universes mm. and had some rare crossover events is via the fantastic four who Disney now owns. And they're already making a bing. They're in production for that too. Anyway, are they really? Yeah. Oh shit. Announce a director for it or something. I don't know. So do you guys think you'll have a letterbox review up by the time this, uh, this episode uh if, drops? if I was able to see it opening mm-hmm. weekend, which I hope, and I think I probably was, you got uh, it, dude, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's We'll tradition we will yeah we'll we'll get a fucking we'll get a sitter it'll be fine mm. um or usually <laughs> i think i was i think i just saw it alone last time because amy watched atticus but mm. uh yeah no we'll figure it out we'll all see it together probably mm-hmm. but uh or we all saw it together mm. Mm, <laughs> probably <laughs> but uh what plugs you got adam uh stickfridge.com yeah box and keep yeah, relativistic on Letterbox, where you see my uh, my Edge Lord reviews. <laughs> I think the scaling on my um, it, it's hilarious. Like, You're I think the, the majority, harshest, man, but the majority is like in the middle. Like, it's threes. just like threes. Yeah, and then you'll have like a whole bunch on the ones, and then you have a whole bunch on the fives. And, you know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you have a lot of threes on there because I'll just like look up a movie and then it's like, oh, Adam is giving this movie a three. Like, <laughs> here I am fucking about to give it like a 4.5. I forgot what movie it was I watched recently that I did that to, but uh, <laughs> it's something. Uh, yeah, follow us on uh, Letterboxd, mm-hmm. Relativistic, and I'm uh, Binary1138. I'm mm-hmm. uh, Brent Kong on Twitter. Follow me on there. Follow Director Showdown. Mm-hmm. No O. I'm sorry, no W. <laughs> I always fuck I don't this know. up. Yeah, no always- W in show. Uh, director showdown at gmail.com. I think it's going to be it, guys. Uh, Brian, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks thank you, sir. Yeah. Always a pleasure. And next week, we should be doing. We are going to be talking. Interstellar. Ah, yes. Interstellar, Interstellar with. with... Uh, we got another returning guest mm-hmm. who I'm pretty excited to talk about that movie with. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Dad Zone, yeah. that episode. Ooh. Um, so look forward to that. And uh, yeah, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye bye.